We put the we in wiener. That's the manner in which we roll. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. Um, we have a full crew again. The bus is full, guys. We did it. We uh, no vacancies today. Um, we've got Mike back. How Not you, yet. How, how have you been, Mike? It's been a been a few weeks. Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. I have nothing big tomorrow. I just have to do some more uh, blood draws from a cow and do a physical tomorrow. But I'm all right, so I can I can I can do a show tonight. I'm pretty well. I man- I managed to uh, survive my last final, and here I am. Nice. That's exciting. Well, I I did want to. I just get in my teeth. Oh, oh, by the way, <laughs> and also the, the the um the cookies are back. By the way. Oh God. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. Well, we've also got uh, Mike DeParrot with us. How are you doing, Lucas? Hiya. I'm doing good, considering. Did you I just mean, say hiya like Pinkwood after he cuts down some grass? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm happy. I'm glad we got the whole crew together again. I missed it. I did, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, of course, we've got um, Steve with us. How are you doing this week, Steve? I am good. Sleep deprived. Um like Mike and Lucas, but good otherwise. <laughs> Too much hunting, apparently. And then, last but not least, we have Justin. How are you oh. doing, Mr. Mac and Cheese? Oh, I am <laughs> least, and I had ham and cheese tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I would have called him Mr. Hot Pocket. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, good. Well, we... You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> well, since we finally have everybody together, and fi- everybody has finally beaten Zelda, and I... Th- you know, I guess now is the time for our Zelda spoiler chat. So let's not delay it any longer because, you know, it's already been three months or so since the fucking game came out. <laughs> and after this, you don't have to hear us talk about it anymore. So you're welcome That's in advance. That's not true. It's still the only thing I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, without further ado, guys, let's get into this Zelda um, spoiler chat. And, um, you know, if you haven't beaten Zelda, turn off the podcast now, blah, 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 whatever. Skip to Nintendoons, because we are going to spoil pretty much the whole game. Um, I did want to lead the discussion, though, and kind of, you know, direct it a little bit. And let's start with talking about the final battle, the very, or I guess the final like last couple of hours because I guess because the last um, little bit was almost a dungeon in itself but uh, so what did you guys think about the game's ending? Uh, I mean uh, kind of boring. What ending? <laughs> <laughs> like like it, it, it was fun the, the castle was fun the boss fight was fun it's just it's more of the same for me in terms of um Breath of the Wild. It's very little narrative, you know? And that that's fine. That's the game it is. But, like, there wasn't, like, a big ending. There wasn't a big climax to the story. It was just, you did it, there's Zelda, everything's good. Okay, yeah. let me, ta- and, let and me like, tell you why I'm gonna agree yeah. with you, and it might not be exactly why you think I am, because I actually really th- found the ending to you be really awesome. But... But at the same, but I didn't go through the very first time I played it. Actually, I've only done this about since a week ago. I had no fucking idea that the castle was a castle. Like there, you could actually do stuff in it. Like there was a dungeon involved in it, basically. You know, because the way I went into Ganon, I there was like a, a kind of an open window, and I just flew right in, and I fought Ganon, and I fought the yeah, second form this. of Ganon, and then that was the end for me. It wasn't until like three, four weeks later that I realized that there was actually more to do in the castle, you know? 
Really now? Really? Have you been listening to Mike and me in the chat talk well, about going sure. in and I, stealing I heard, weapons I heard, and taking I, pictures? I heard about it from. I heard about it. I knew that there was more to do, but I hadn't yeah. done it. You know what I mean? I'm, I mean, the only correction I would make is that it isn't really a dungeon. You don't have. You don't even have to ever enter. It's a dungeon Hyrule in the Castle. fact that you have to like um you get your own map for it and you can actually like you know leave it yeah and when you leave it you warp out of the actual castle yeah right but yeah. yeah I mean you never even have to enter the castle at any point in the game you can just climb up the side of the castle go right into the sanctum uh-huh. and, and that's fight what I did Ganon. well and that's true of every dungeon in this game yeah I mean, you don't have yeah, to do the true. divine beast you can just skip it and get a bunch of heart containers and go kill ganon if you well, want but so, but then you don't have you to know. then don't you have to fight the bosses anyway if you mm, skip yeah. the beast yeah if you yeah, don't if, 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 you, if you, you haven't slayed the divine beast or whatever yeah if you haven't got, gotten them on your side then you have to go through like thunder blight water blight all those other ones I, i'm pretty sure right yeah, yeah. i, 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 don't I know. can confirm i can confirm because i first went to ganon only one I had oh, killed that's water right. Blight. That's right, because you ha- you because I was wondering for the longest time why you were talking about Thunderblight Ganon when you hadn't gotten to that divine beast yet. And it yeah, all I made sense. To go fight, I decided to go fight Ganon for chicken giggles one day, and I only had one divine beast on, and I had to fight all the other ones. So right. But, um, so so like, the, like, besides, um, uh, besides the, that fact, uh, go ahead, Mike. I actually, yeah, go ahead. I, I feel like you're about to go where I'm about to go. <laughs> oh, I haven't, I haven't really talked to the castle at all yet. Like, um, y'all have been talking, and I've been sitting here playing Bomberman. But, um, <laughs> fucking, like, for me, the castle was, like, not even that um, climactic or exhilarating, because, like I said, I had already gone in there earlier, and I went in there routinely for, like, yeah. better equipment and better shit. You know, I run out sure. of weapons, I'd break a couple break a couple of uh, royal bows and stuff. All right, let me go back and get a new one from my never-ending replenishing replenishing stock of high-end weapons from a castle Oh, full. God, yes. The royal guard <laughs> weapons are just, like, yeah. they're I, uh, the best weapons in the game. Yeah. And they break super, like, oh, I'm out of weapons. Let me go back to the castle, which is full of nothing but, like, the haunting souls of dead Hylians and gigantic <laughs> moblins, but somehow have a replenishing stock of royal guard weapons because, for some reason, the ghosts just don't need their weapons anymore and they put them out for you. All right, well, let's not try to think too much about that. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, made, I'm just pointing on the fact that, like, I, I, I know it's like the Blood Moon, like, uh, replenishes your weapons and stuff, but, like, it, it just felt weird, uh, and I took advantage well, of it. But, like, um, the point is... The castle wasn't like, oh shit, this is so big and cool for me. I walked in there, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go through all these rooms and see what I can find, get some weapons, and uh, you know, I did the dungeon or the shrine right away. And I took care of all the cool stuff. I mean, I know there's um, some more Koroks I gotta find, but that was annoying. The fact that there were Koroks in the fucking castle. Uh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> could, cookie. Could, cookie could I kind of piggyback off of that then? Because I kind of had the complete opposite experience that you had with the castle. Well, you didn't go into yeah, the castle right away, though. Well, I... That's what I'm saying. Like, unlike you, for me, the castle was this big, exciting endgame thing because I literally did the castle last. Like, I got all 119 shrines before I started doing Hyrule Castle. So I go in... And I've already got, like, all of my equipment and everything that I'm going to need. I've, I've got everything set up. And I'm, like, totally prepped for this castle. I go into the castle. I do the shrine. I get the armor of the wild. I come back. And then I just kind of storm the thing. So, like, I, I spent, like, a good hour and a half exploring it before I actually did the final boss. And I was kind of disappointed that the final boss was so weak compared to, like, everything else in the game. Yeah. Well, I kind of think... wish the final boss didn't lose half its health from the Divine Beast. I mean, yeah, it's cool that they do that, and that gives you a reason to, to, um, to kill them. 
But like, and when you do that, like, um, Ganon is still just as difficult. Or like, um, like, um, strength-wise, like, um, like, you kill all four or none at all, like, um, so Ganon's not any tougher, um, like, you know, he doesn't hurt you any harder if you kill all four Divine Beasts, so you always just get, like, a half-off discount on the battle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, right. and like, yeah, I, was, it, I was like, okay, well, at least give us, like, a, a tougher fight, like, um, or more, uh, to work with here, because it made like, it really, really, uh, anticlimactic for me. You're not See, gonna I, hear me say this very often. Oh. Did well, no, I was Justin? just going to say that um, one thing I did, I, I thought that the, eh, let me start one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I think part of the reason why we all found the Ganon battle so easy and anticlimactic is we all were kind of determined to get as powerful as possible before we actually completed the game. And it's very clear that you don't have to do that. And they pr designed the game so that you could just get the Master Sword and then go fight Ganon. Right. Yeah, actually, Justin, I went through it a little bit different, and I kind of found the battle to be anticlimactic as well, because I, cause I, I was trying to beat the game quickly, because I wanted to get a review up, and, you know, it took like four or five weeks anyways to get the fucking review up, but that's beside the point, because the second... And, Mario Kart is coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the the... The battle for me was actually anticlimactic, and I wasn't overpowered. You know what I mean? Like I was just kind of—I don't know—I was just expecting more. Yeah. The, the spectacle of the second Ganon form was was awesome. I really liked that oh, visually. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the the second form inside the castle, or well, I guess when you're fighting him in the field. Yeah, I guess there's three forms. Huh? The th I guess the third form then. Yeah, when you're fighting him I in the field. I do like the fact that Ganon was a monster in this one and not another, you know, seven-foot-tall green man. Um, I, I, think I the had mixed feelings I think the about Ganondorf, that. The, the, the Ganondorf, the human Ganon thing, has kind of been played out. You've seen him so many times in so many different games. I like the fact that they're like, yeah, Ganon's just the embodiment of evil now. Yeah. I kind of want to... Yeah, wanna, yeah wanna, they even explain that in the story. I want to let this get in here, so... <laughs> I'm waiting to hear his opinion on this. Wait, who? Who's... I'm waiting, I'm waiting to hear what you had to say for a while, and I want to hear what you've been oh, trying to well, agree or disagree with me on from the well, very beginning I, I, here. Well, well, I was going to go back, and I was actually going to make a point about the final boss, is you're not going to hear this very often from me, but one of the things that I really like about Twilight Princess is the final boss. Because yes. it takes like a half an hour from start to finish. There's like yeah. four segments, mm -hmm. and it's tough no matter how many hearts you have. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just, it's an enjoyable fight. Like, the final bosses in video games for me are really like a make-or-break experience, so I always try to go into them kind of weak. I was hoping Breath of the Wild would kind of scale that, and if I was stronger, maybe Ganon would take a little <laughs> bit longer, too, to counteract that. But instead, yeah. I, I only had like, I had one moment... That was kind of cool. If I can share like a little personal story, go for where it. Go I'm for fighting it. him, and then all of a sudden he like glazes over with I forget if it was like red or blue, but you know, and he turns like basically invincible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's like shooting after fireballs he's... at me. Right. And I'm um I'm I'm thinking oh okay and I pull Deflect out my sword it back. and I go I, well I go to <laughs> hit the fireball with my sword because I'm thinking we're gonna do dead man's volley like the other Zelda <laughs> and I just get burned and I'm like okay so that's not the thing. It, it yeah me, like, I fell for the maybe, same thing me too it took me it, it forever. Took me, like, 
Well, yeah, it took me maybe like five or ten minutes to figure out that, okay, I have to deflect the beam back at him. Because I never really Which, did that with the Guardians. Like, sure, I, I knew yeah, how to do and, it, but I never really did it with them. I usually just ran around and cut off their legs. And, and I the game the final never... boss, and you have to do it. And that's when I'm remembering the part where you guys were talking about how there is a boss in the game that you need an item for or you can't finish the fight. Yeah. And I'm realizing, oh my god, it's the final boss. Thank god I have this Hylian shield, because, you know... Oh, you don't, you don't even need the Hylian shield for that. I mean, I... Well, no, but I needed it, a shield that wouldn't break. Right. The, the, you can deflect with a pot lid, and it has all yeah. the same effect as long as you do it, you have the right timing, but... He, he yeah, just meant that he needed actually, a shield, not the Hylian. That's all, that's all he meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's, it, that actually surprised me, because I don't remember anywhere in the game where it actually teaches you the how to deflect a guardian's beam. So to suddenly throw you into the situation in the end of the game where you could have gone the whole game without ever knowing you could do that and no, suddenly you, you have to do They do teach you how to parry, though, which is kind of the same thing that you're doing. Right, but, not, but you know... Not really I, I mean, I guess... I, I very rarely parried any anything but a guardian what, beam, so... Which is, why, which is why you were bad at it. <laughs> well, and that was that was kind of the point of the game in general, I found, is that there's this really awkward hand-holdy segment at the very beginning where they go through, like, this long shrine thing about how to use all of your little gadgets that you have, yeah. and then they just throw you into the world, and it's like there's, like, 50 other things you can do, but if you're not reading the loading screens, you're not going to figure it out kind of stuff. Like, right. It, it's, or talking it's to the right it's, people. Yeah, it's a very natural game, but like, like I'm, I'm not somebody who goes in and spends a lot of time talking to NPCs, so I'm missing a ton of side quests still, because I, I just don't do that naturally. So it's just odd how it plays out. It's a very different experience from like a regular Zelda. Okay, yeah. so let, let's pivot from this um, endgame talk then. And then let's talk well, about I, some of the side quests. Can I quests talk about the final then? boss real quick? Cause like, I, I enjoyed the final boss, like, um, like, like um, the actual like, divine beast. Like, uh, you know, like, not divine beast, but, you know, big motherfucking boar <laughs> final smash cannon. Right. Like, um, I enjoyed how cool that looked, but I was really bummed out how, like, um, you had nowhere to go. And you, you can, you can uh, glitch out of the wall and run around a high roll, which is cool. But, um, like, there's nowhere to go and you needed to fucking just shoot the eyeballs or whatever pops up and it's just like I, I felt I felt no consequence like I felt no like I felt no right. fear of being like defeated uh, it wasn't like a time thing oh if I don't hurry up Ganon's gonna destroy the castle and take and like you know put Hyrule in a ruin yeah. it's like oh I can just sit here and like dodge all this shit and ride around on my horse, which wasn't my actual fucking horse. I <laughs> yeah, on, I was so disappointed I said, that I said you don't even on, get the royal horse. I said for this that. on. You, I, I, I said this on my own horse. I, I didn't. I, really I even cool. said this because I, I even said this I on the. Uh, I even said this on the Nintendo Voice, uh, like one of their first like, live broadcasts and stuff. Like um, when they talked about Zelda, when I went to my final battle, a horse popped up. And it was a fucking, like, a brown spotted dingleberry who wasn't my fucking horse. <laughs> and I'm like, who See, are you? so odd for me, because I had my Epona that I had, like, started to, like, bond with beforehand. Mm. And I didn't know if it was because I rode him up to Hyrule Castle before I started the fight or not. But, like, Maybe. I actually thought that was a really cool experience, because I started the battle, and I'm like, holy crap, horse, you came back for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping I it would be, you know, either, either Epona or the royal horse... You know, the white horse or something like that. Something a little bit more special. Yeah, I just got generic horse number 53 as well. I wonder if well, that so. I had five because horses I had, that are all well trained. 
I wonder how but it works I, because I ended up getting Epona for my final horse um, in, for the final battle. I don't know how it ended up working that way. Maybe it's like the last horse you rode or something. I, I just don't know. That's but what maybe. I thought. But I, didn't, but I rode my last horse. who was And I would have got a horse I didn't have registered, never rode, I never met before. And I guess it's a random hmm. horse. And like, um, anyway, That's really weird. Like, besides that, Besides that, the whole final boss for me is like, okay, I'm just going to run around and dodge, and, you know, I can get off the horse and walk <laughs> around and, you know, shoot him if I wanted to without being on the horse. I felt no, like, need to hurry, or I didn't feel like, okay, this is a really big deal. It, it wasn't like, like, um, I've always I, said that every other battle, like, like the, the getting to Divine Beast even felt like, like Shadow of the Colossus for me, like fighting these giant monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. The final battle felt like okay, um, he's a big giant moblin. Let me just dodge him and hit a weak spot real quick and kill him. It didn't feel like it felt yeah. empty. There was the, there was like, no weight to it. Even if you they you know made you have to like climb them like a uh, not a Hinox, the taluses you know climb oh, yeah, it sure. and hit a weak spot on its back or something that would have been neat. or like you said like it's charging towards the castle or a village or something like that and you have to stop it in time. Yeah, there really was it really was just kind of a by the numbers final yeah. battle. I have well, I heard really like that, that idea, I, Justin. I have heard that um if you fight him on a blood moon he's stronger, but I can't really confirm that. Does anyone know if that's true or not or mm, I, I've heard that I've heard that as well and I've and I don't know if this is true either, but I've heard if um, a blood moon happens and like you're fighting through like the Thunderblight or the other Ganons, and a blood moon happens, then you have to fight through them again. I don't know if that's true either, but hmm. what do you mean like again? Like, Anyone so, in chat now? So, th- so like, so like, like they, they would, yeah, they would respawn, and you would have to go through that sequence again. I I had heard huh. that they just get their. Um, all their energy back is what I had heard. It's funny yeah, because I, 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 at this point now, I think I'm gonna have to start using a guide and such to, because I, I, I don't, I don't know if I fi- told you guys, I finally got all the shrines, so that's done. But now the Korox is is starting to just be a chore. Like I, I, I that's where I am. Don't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even bother with finding all the Korox. I mean, I'm just finding them because I'm finding them and I've got all the equipment slots that I need so well, my I guess my point well, no, it's my just for the sake deal. of wanting to 100% it, and you know? yeah and I guess my point in that is that um I I don't know like with defi- uh any de- uh what what fucking word am I trying to say I with uh any certainty <laughs> that uh, anything in this game you know because I haven't looked up like a guide or anything like that I haven't looked up the 100% for sure thing on the game so i don't know how blood moons work 100 percent. but i'm actually excited to like get online and do some research on how the game mechanics work like you know how the game is actually put together you know like how how nintendo made this fucking run under the hood so the, that's the, the fun yeah. the fun thing about that is nobody really knows how sure. the game works there's no confirmed right. uh thing on blood moons um like it if. definitely seems as though um, if you, the more enemies you kill, especially the more like big enemies you kill, the more likely you are to get a blood moon. Because my guess is the game will not let you completely wipe out all of the Lynels or all right. of the Hinoxes mm-hmm. or anything like that in one cycle. It'll respawn. It'll respawn them before you can do that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let so let's um, guide this conversation away from kind of end game stuff. And um, I did want to talk well, the about only, the, the only other thing I wanted to to say about it is um, the uh, the first 
when the first part of the Ganon battle ended and Zelda showed up, and I just remember sitting there thinking, is that it? Did I beat it? Is it over? And then the Dark Beast Ganon showing up, I'm like, nope, I just pissed it off. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, how close are, is everybody, or has everybody finished um, getting all the shrines at this point? I think we all done. have. All done. I I've mean... And I've upgraded my uh, my armor of the wild. So. Uh, Steve, you're you're close, right? You're not, but not quite there. No, I actually finished that this weekend. Oh, you um, did! Awesome. It. I got so. my. Yeah, it was either on Sunday or maybe it was Monday. I forget, but yeah, I finally got them. Okay, so now. Nice. Uh, what I wanted to kind of talk about here was some of the side quests, shrine quests, some of the shrines. Now that we've kind of seen everything, um, what? Where do you guys see the DLC going? Like, is are we gonna get more shrines? Are we gonna get more side oh, quests? I fucking hope. Sweet not. baby, I have a story for you about DLC. <laughs> <laughs> well, t t um, talk to me, Lucas. This, this is gonna be okay, one big well, old pile of confetti yeah, right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for this because this is all fan speculation nonsense, and I already <laughs> wrote all this to Mike. But me and Justin have this theory that this game, Breath of the Wild, is a retelling of Zelda 1. Mm -hmm. So I thought for the winter DLC, they should do a retelling of Zelda 2. So the final thing should be like a bit of Calamity Ganon that survives and turns into Shadow Link kind of thing. And you should have to go to specific like temples or something that rise up in Hyrule to put the eight stones in or something. I would I like to see that just, I would like to see just as loose as what they did with this game. But I'd like to see them continue the storyline from those two games since they are like direct sequels to each other. I'd like to see some like Zelda two style downloadable content that kind of tells that story. And then like maybe that re would be cool. maybe use some of the areas in the game that like I think Justin had mentioned this on the last podcast, but that uh, that are you know kind of barren, you know, and then like make something out of them, turn it into a temple or something, or you know like give it some yeah. life. That would be nice. Yeah, I just like I I want to see more, and I feel like I I want. Well, I know I'm not going to get this from the DLC, but I want there to be more like of a narrative. Like I want to walk away from this game when it's all done, saying like, "God, that was a good story. I can't wait to replay it in a few months." But like right now, it's just like that was a fun game. Never gonna do that again. <laughs> I, I want a little yeah, more. Yeah, I don't. It, I mean, know? maybe maybe hard mode will give me a reason to start a new save and see. You know try and do it with the challenge because you know the first time i play through a game i always do it easy anyway because i want to experience everything and not be frustrated but i'd be willing to try hard mode um just to you know have a second playthrough that's a little different mm -hmm. yeah I, I understand that it just feels very like arcadey compared to most zelda games in that way like Usually I go back and I play through the game a second time and like I rewatch the whole story and I go, oh yeah. wow, I missed that. There was like, you know, premonition stuff about stuff that's going to happen later on in the game. With this game, it's just like, you know, you can you yes. can go back and watch all the memories and there's really nothing like hidden in them. It's just kind of basic storytelling. Yeah, so yeah. much of Breath of the Wild is about the random discovery and the... You know the things that happen to only you that you share with your friends. And exactly. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to duplicate that experience new. I mean, really, the 
best i mean the only thing you can do is just keep playing the game on your game save and see what sort of random shit still happens which i'm doing yeah but you know yeah it does kind of lack like i talked last week about uh wanting to play red dead redemption again because red dead redemption as well as being an incredible open world with lots of neat things to do also has an amazing storyline so you know that's worth playing through 50 60 however many hours again because you get you know fully fleshed out characters and plot zelda doesn't really have that and during this playthrough i didn't feel like it really needed it but now that i've reached the end i'm like yeah i kind of want something more i want a reason to keep playing this not just because it's there right right yeah that's exactly how i feel (laughs) i don't even have to say anything right (laughs) okay well guiding us to the end of our zelda talk guys it's been um hasn't been quite a full year at all um since the game's come out so it might be a little bit early to have this talk but when the game was first coming out everybody was giving it blowjobs and saying you know best game ever come out best Zelda ever really while i'm drinking (laughs) and i'm still and you know i'm still having um some of those thoughts like i i don't i definitely don't think it's my favorite game of all time um, ever, but it's definitely up there. I like it's definitely up there with some one of the best games I've ever played. What? Wh- how do you guys rank this game? Where do you guys place it amongst the other Zelda games? What the fuck? Let's all do this one at a time and organize, because I really want to hear everyone's opinion on this. Okay, well, I'll okay. I'll, go, I'll I'll go first if you guys want to have a chance to kind of um, think about your answers, because I've kind of been thinking about this myself off and on. Um, <clears throat> It's so my my previous favorite Zelda game of all time would have to be um, I guess it, it d- depends on if you're talking 2D or 3D but it, it ask me on one day and I'll say Majora's Mask ask me on another and I'll say Link to the Past um, <laughs> I would definitely put this in the the running for uh, on par with both of those games it doesn't do story as well as as Majora's Mask. Um, I, I can say that, but at the same time, it still it still does the gameplay I like as well as I liked it from Link to the Past. So it, it, it's hard for me to put it in, put it um, someplace right now. So I'd have to say I'm- it's tied for first with those three games. Now. Where does that I'm going to argue that? with one of your points when it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, where, where does that put that um, amongst amongst all the games that I've ever played? I don't know. That's, that, it, it, I think it's a little early for me to say that because right now I want to say that it's that it's up there like with the best games I've ever played. And I like, you know, like it's fresh on my mind right now. So I, I, I think I would need a little bit of time to think about that. But um, I, I definitely still think it's um, one of the best games Nintendo's ever made, and it's gonna go down as um, foundational for games going forward. Like, there's not gonna be an open world game that's made that doesn't have climbing, and if it and if it doesn't have climbing, then people are gonna bitch about it, you know, just because of Breath of the Wild, you know. So, that, that's yeah. that's, my, that's kind of my take on things. <laughs> right, Justin, you want to go since you kind of want to talk about Eugene's stuff anyway. <laughs> Um, I, 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 are you gonna buy me dinner it's, first, it's, at least, or it's I don't moist. know? Moist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I'm gonna argue with you on on the uh, Majora's Mask thing because I think actually, like story wise, I think this has the most in common with Majora's Mask because rather than being one fully fleshed out story like Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, Twilight Princess, all those are. 
it's a bunch of little stories and the NPCs are really the driving force of of the game rather than the, you know, big looming moon in the sky or the swirly purple thing around the castle. Sure. You know, it's really about exploring everything, talking to everyone, learning what everyone needs and fulfilling all these little tasks instead of or in addition to the doing main the big mind thing. story, yeah. Yeah. So well, I, in, in well, that, I, I, I think it's with, very much agree, like Majora's Mask. I definitely agree with you in that sense, but I, I enjoyed the stories that they told in Majora's Mask better than the stories that were told in Breath of the Wild, if that makes sense, because like, I'll never and, forget... And I think the passage of... I think the finite passage of time really kind of helped them tell a better story with the NPCs, whereas here it's like, well, we don't really have a beginning and we don't really have an end and we sure. don't know when the player is going to get to anything, so we can't really nail down where in time these characters are. And, but, and you know, that's kind of the yeah. blessing and a, uh, and a curse of having a sandbox-type game, you know? Like, if it was a linear Zelda, then they would be able to nail that down better, you know? But because they chose to right. make it a sandbox game, that's just the way, kind of the way it has to be. And even sandbox games can do that. I mean, Grand Theft Auto does it. Red Dead Redemption, again, does, does it where you have your sandbox elements, your random occurrences, but you also have certain things that only happen at certain times. Yeah, like with the triggered event type things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, sure. Um, as far as, like, ranking it, um, it's definitely in my top five Zelda games. Um, I, it might crack the top three. I've certainly spent more hours with this game than pretty much any other game I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, at least as far as anything story-based. And uh, I loved how it was nothing like every other Zelda game, and yet it was still very much a Zelda game. Uh, in theme and in... in yeah, yeah, like the... You know, they're... they're you know the sounds, the music, the mm-hmm. colors, everything just kind of said Zelda, and yet the gameplay and everything was so completely different. Sure, right. Um, can I can I go next so I can dump all over you guys' feelings? <laughs> uh, sure. Um, I guess the just to close mine out as far as ranking it as in uh, compared to other non-Zelda games. Still got to be up in the top, probably top five, because just no other game has ever immersed me in its world and driven me to keep playing it for no other reason than sheer enjoyment like this one has. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's fair. Okay, well, Lucas, why don't you take a dump on my chest, please? Yeah, that's that's (laughs) the plan here. Big old Zelda steamer. Um, Uh. So... I like this game a lot. I want to preface this with that because I feel like I'm going to be a lot more negative than most of you, except maybe Mike. Yes, now but, we're heading um, into the salty members. Well, it's just that for Welcome me... Welcome to the salty platoon. Started, uh, salty platoon. When I How started, salty are you? <laughs> when I started playing this game, I didn't really think it felt like Zelda. Then I played it for a few hours, and I thought it felt like Zelda. And now that I'm done with it, I kind of feel like it didn't feel like Zelda again. <laughs> like, you said that it's the Zelda game you put the most time into, and that's probably true for me, too, even counting, like, the 50 times I've played Ocarina of Time. But they were hollow hours for me compared to other Zelda games. Mm-hmm. Like, usually when, usually when I'm playing Zelda, I feel like I'm doing something and I'm, like, progressing in the game and advancing toward a goal. But with this game, after, like, hour 50... 
I just felt like I was shrine hunting for like 70 shrines, and that's fine, that's how the game is, but there's not a lot to do in the game after you get done with the main beef of it. There's, there's like, there's main game, and then there's like all of this other stuff that's made to eat up time. But the stuff that eats up time didn't really do much for me on like a personal level. So th that was my beef with that. Okay, um, let me let me ask you. Let me uh, jump in right real quick. So, okay, what, what's the? Um, so it's kind of the same thing for me, but opposite when I'm playing Monster Hunter. Um, I I don't oh, feel no. like I have anything <laughs> anything oh driving me forward. Just because I'm so, <laughs> no no no. Hold on so, hold on. I have a point here. I have a point here. We're not so going to start what, talking what, about visuals, are we? So no, what, I want to no, talk about hold him. Hold on this, so. hold on. Let me finish my thought here. <laughs> So what drives you forward to play a game like Monster Hunter like a thousand hours when essentially it's kind of the same um, the same loop in each Monster Hunter game whereas Zelda it's kind of it kind of um, bored you I, I kind of want to hear your thoughts on that the achievement I'm, I'm the achievement I'm, I'm talking to, I'm nice. talking to Lucas Guys, I'm talking wanna, to Lucas yeah, I want to do this <laughs> I want to add okay, one so thing to this question. Um, do you think you would be more driven to play it if it were multiplayer, like Monster Hunter? <laughs> um, probably, just because I do feel like the community element would add something. But no, going to Eugene's question, for me, they're completely opposite. Because in Monster Hunter, I am constantly goal-driven toward different goals. Mm -hmm. Those goals all have the same end goal, of course, which is get new weapons, get new armor, <laughs> stuff like that. But in Monster Hunter, I'm playing a game where I constantly feel like I have a goal, and I'm constantly progressing toward that goal. In Zelda, I felt like I was literally, literally just rattling off a checklist of do this shrine, do that shrine, do this shrine, do that shrine. And the rewards were really hollow, too. There's like I can, two I can sets definitely of agree with you that the, the rewards for getting shrines or even like completing shrines are pretty hollow. Like, to, like you find the, this whole thing, and then all you do is get a treasure chest and then your orb, you know? Like, it's... Oh, yeah. Oh, just, oh, oh, oh here's, a, here's a blessing shrine. Oh, here, have a fucking opal. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing for me. Hey, I needed like, those I, I opals if, last night. I don't know if you could understand this necessarily, because I think we differ when it comes to Monster Hunter. But for me, Monster Hunter is constantly me completing goals that I want to complete and, you know, getting an achievement out of it. With Breath of the Wild, it's like one goal, which is get every shrine. Okay. And it's just, it's just a checklist of things that really bore me compared to when I'm, like, you know... Yeah. I, I actually feel like I'm accomplishing something in Monster Hunter, whereas with Breath of the Wild... Every shrine is just kind of a hollow victory for me. And I don't. And I, if, I, if, I definitely if I can, don't disagree with you at all. I, I think it just boils down to dis different strokes for different folks, you know. And I don't want to talk any part of it. I, I don't want to talk any more about Monster Hunter, guys. We're getting too long already on this but on the Zelda stuff. Could, yeah, could I just finish real quick and then I'll pass it over to for Mike sure. and Eugene because we still have to do this. But that that aside, like as far as ranking it as a Zelda game. I, I kind of feel like this game goes on the same level for me that Hyrule Warriors goes on, and in that I don't really feel like it's like a main series Zelda game. It is, and it, I'm not disputing that, but for me personally, I, I got the same kind of vibes from this that I got from Hyrule Warriors. I like Hyrule Warriors more, and like, no. that's not a diss on this game. This is, this is the better game, like, if, if I had to rate the two, but... I had more fun with Hyrule Warriors because Hyrule Warriors was again that you know quick satisfaction, constantly building up, constantly leveling up, tons of characters to play as and stuff. 
this game just didn't really do it for me as much. In in terms of where I'd put it on like my Zelda spectrum, it's probably somewhere between Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. And Twilight Princess is like my least favorite 3D Zelda game. Hmm. Interesting. So I, I'd rather play Skyward Sword or Ocarina of Time or Wind Waker or Majora's Mask any day. Hey, Breath of the Wild. I have, before I you pass it, disagree yeah. with most of those. Before but. you pass it to me, Lucas, um, Andy seriously in any comments wants to know, uh, given how long you waited to play a game, was it worth playing at the end of it? Despite all your, I guess, because I guess he takes the way that you're talking about it and as if you don't enjoy the game at all but was it worth it for you that's a good question actually it was worth it for me damn it (laughs) (laughs) no it it was worth it for me to wait i um i wanted to wait because (laughs) no i wanted to wait because i wanted to play it you know on my terms and i do feel like it might have been a little bit more interesting if I had been able to play it at launch with all of you guys. I definitely think there was a little bit of a jadedness to my opinion in that I played it late. But I also kind of see that, and I know calling negativity realism is just, you know, an excuse, but I feel like I came into it with a little bit more of a realist point of view than you guys did, because you guys came in all dewy-eyed and sparkly with it, and at the beginning I know you guys were all loving it. Like, Mm -hmm. I went into it with, if anything, like a 4 out of 10 opinion on it. And I had to kind of build my way up to liking it. And I think that gave me an opportunity to see a lot of the things in the game that I didn't enjoy right off the bat. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm happy that I played it how I played it, honestly. Sure. I mean, that that's very valid. I com- I completely value that opinion. You know, like we, like you said, we all came in and we were like, fucking Zelda! And then we, <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. All right, so who's next? That, that, we waited that is, for it to go live the, on the eShop. That is the most enthusiasm I've, I've ever heard out of Eugene on a podcast, and it was like, <laughs> and it was fake enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, Mike, why don't you uh, jump in and talk talk to us about some of your Zelda rankings? Where, where do you place this among so, your Zelda pantheon and whatnot? Yeah, is Steve I've still just with been us? Having some massive issues on my end, but I think I have them resolved finally. Internet sucks. <laughs> Cool. So, where do I rank Breath of the Wild? Um, it's kind of a clusterfuck for me because, like, as I've <laughs> said before, I don't play many Zelda games, and when I do, I don't play them to completion because I just don't usually enjoy Zelda after a while. Like, after like a couple of hours, I get bored of them, or like Majora's Mask bored me to fucking tears, man. And, oh, I love Majora's uh, Mask. That's like my favorite I'll, one. I'll, I'll link, I'll link to the Majora's past. Mask is a, is an acquired taste. I'll, I'll link yeah. To the past, no matter how many times I played it on emulators or like virtual console and stuff, I I, I just uh, gave up on it. And I, I think that's nostalgia for me on that one too because I played I, that like when it was coming out and like I have so many memories like, fucking, like with uh, my family and stuff. Like so I, like, I think I don't, that plays I don't a point. have this gigantic erection for Zelda. Um. <laughs> Unless unless someone on DeviantArt crawls her really well, but um, <laughs> but um, like I'm not. So like when I get a new Zelda game, I'm like, oh cool, this should be, this should be a good couple hours of like interesting stuff. And like when they're open, when they're 3D, I get a lot more fun out of them. And what drew me into Breath of the Wild is um, it kind of had that same open world aspect, like totally open world, explore it how you want, like uh, Wind Waker had for me, and I love Wind Waker. It's like my favorite Zelda game of all time because it's just like what I want out of a game. And so I feel like this is below Wind Waker for me, and like at number two or number three by default because I've only really played to completion and enjoy like two or three or four Zelda games. Well, no, 
I forgot about Skyward Sword and Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess, <laughs> but um, like, 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 no, you know. Oh wait, I forgot about all the other Zelda games that I actually have played. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know what? You're joking, but you're actually right. I forgot about all of them because I don't fucking care about Zelda very much. But um, like it, it, it's around the same area. For, it's below Wind Waker and below Skyward Sword, and then above Twilight Princess. So it's like third out of five, like by default. Um, okay. In terms of like all time games for me, uh, it's not up there for me. I mean, like, um, it's a good game. It's a great game. I cannot, I cannot disparage Nintendo for that. I can't, I cannot discredit the game for being good. However, like, um, it, like, combined with the fact that I don't, you know, have so much built in nostalgia and like feelings for Zelda games, like, um, I don't get this rush of like I'm enjoying like the games I love the most, like. Like, I remember when I just dropped my Switch. <laughs> Caught it, though. I'm a fucking boss. <laughs> I remember uh, that, too. <laughs> the fucking, um, we will I all remember the day when Mike dropped his Switch. <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, uh, it was a very fun day. But, no, I remember I like, got on the 3DS when Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow came out in the eShop. And you go on the eShop, and the Red, Blue, and Yellow, like, old-ass Game Boy theme songs are playing. And I, how, and I got... And I even wrote it for a Nintendo fever. I got deeply moved by that. I'm just like, this is me. This is all me. Um, like this is like what I enjoy. This is my stuff. And like, you know, when I play Kirby 64, when I play like Mario 64, like or Mario Sunshine, or any other GameCube game that I like, or fucking Monster Hunter, like when I hear the Monster Hunter tune come on for a new trailer, I get all like starry eyed. I'm like, this is this is what I want out of a game. Or like, it's it, it just not. Um, I don't know. It's not my favorite game or, or my favorite series, so it's not up there for me. So it's below me on Nintendo on Nintendo games. It's below on uh, fucking. It's below on overall games. I'm just not. I'm just not gushing over it anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's fair. And I I hate to say that I feel like I kind of depressed you a little bit into that because I feel like I poured like all of my negativity onto you. And I watched yeah. you go from like this is really fun to like, well, you're right. This feature does suck and stuff like that. So hopefully, I didn't like well, sway no, you too you much. Really, you humbled me. Hold on, cookie time. Hold on. He- Heather just mm. said that it sounds like you're breaking up with Zelda. <laughs> mm. Not gonna lie. Out of all the princess, out of all the princesses. <laughs> Nintendo, Zelda is the cutest. So, <laughs> I don't know, Rosalina. Ooh, oh, real talking. We ought to, we ought to do it. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, Rosalina. Uh, Rosalina, yeah, the the child of Mario and Peach. If you listen to Game Explain, we we <laughs> need so we need to do a show where we <laughs> rank <laughs> Nintendo princesses. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, do you have any uh, final uh, thoughts, uh, Mike? Before we throw it over to Steve. Um. Yeah, Zelda's Breath of the Wild is a great game. Uh, you can't you can't take that away, but it's just um, the DLC. We're gonna be playing it again. Like I'm looking forward to the fast travel and to the 200 hour previous like backtracking map that shows you where you've been. But otherwise, and like the new costumes and shit, just to see what they do different. Because in our group meet chat, we were even saying how we wish the armor was more unique in terms of their special abilities and all, how they look and stuff. But uh, I'm looking to see how all that plays out, just so I feel like the game is more complete in what they wanted it to be. But otherwise, you know, I'm not going to hop my Wii U back on to play Zelda anytime soon, and I'm not going to have to feel the urge to complete it anymore like I thought I would. 
Right. Oh, I forgot that, that that you have it on the Wii U too, so it's not even as it's not even as easy as just like popping it in your Switch. Yeah, I don't pop okay. things in my Switch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Well, uh, are you ready to give us your final impressions? Well, I need to on give Zelda? you guys some impressions in general. I've only been able to hear half of what's going on tonight. Um, so <laughs> I just want to jump back to the final boss because I didn't get to talk about that, and I wanted to. Um, so sorry to bring it back, but. Uh, Oh god, let me tell <laughs> oh, you guys how to yeah. go leave again. Yeah, because we had Infendo, Nintendo fan Well, I'm, I'm come not going to spoil and... anything. I'm just going <laughs> to say for... Well, okay, we'll, we'll give him like another 15-20 seconds to leave. But uh, So we talked about the final <laughs> boss. Um, and then was it just the only other thing we talked about? Like I said, I've not been able to hear you guys. Um, is it just kind of where we rank it? Is that where we're at? Well, why, yeah, yeah. Why don't you do that? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you rank it compared to other Zelda games, and how do you rank it compared okay. Mike, to all other warning. games? Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah so he's when, good. Okay, so when I got he to says the final go for boss, it. it did the whole take the health down halfway. First off, I w I I wasn't planning <clears throat> on beating him that night, so I didn't you know do all my cooking. I didn't do all my armor upgrading, anything like that. Um, and then. That cutscene was beautiful, by the way. The final, like, it the was. divine beast. Um, it was, and so I just, Justin, accidentally spoiled the part about the bow for me. So I was like, "Well, I am going to just beat this and <laughs> call it good." So I went to the castle, and I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> I don't think the fact that you get a different bow is well, all that but it's exciting the light news. But yeah. Let's anyway. not do this again, please. So, you know, so I went to the castle completely unprepared, didn't have fully upgraded armor like I wanted to, um, didn't have any cooking done, and I was surprised by how easy the first half of the final boss was. And I'm like, oh, okay, well maybe the second half will provide a challenge, because it generally does. And I think it hit me like twice, and that was it. It took it took me longer <laughs> to figure out how to kill yeah. it than anything. So Right. <laughs> I didn't use a single fairy... Yeah, in that Ganon battle, and I started. I started <coughs> with a four-minute-long uh, attack boost level three meal, and there was still time left did, on it when I, I, I did beat him. That. So, oh yeah, I, I even I even turned I even turned my yeah. I turned on my divine beast off too. I was like, no, fuck this. This is just me. <laughs> yeah. this is All right. Big. Well, why don't we why don't we get Steve's final opinion yeah, on this so, so we can get Nintendo fan back so, yeah, in the so, uh, yeah, let, let, let Frank, Frank, he can Frank come back, go. by the way. Um, cause I'm done with the final part. Um, the only other, as far as where it ranks, it has to be one of my top three Zeldas. Um, you know, I love, as far as my games, my games are Link's Awakening on the Game Boy Color and Wind Waker on, well, Wii U, GameCube, whatever you want to play it on. Those are my two favorite Zeldas for my 3D and my 2D. <laughs> And Twilight Princess, or Twilight Princess, Breath of the Wild kind of completes the trifecta for me. Um, I've poured, of all the games I know that I've put how many hours in, Breath of the Wild is the second most. The only game that's topped Breath of the Wild for me is Pokemon X. Um, so the fact that I can pour that many hours into a game means that it has to probably be one of my favorite games I've ever played. Um, Lucas, you were kind of, and I, you know, I'm not trying to disagree with you or anything, but you were talking about you don't feel like you can achieve yeah. goals, or like you're working towards a goal, that's what it was. 
Um, for me, yeah, I agree with you to the point that sometimes it doesn't feel like you're achieving a goal. But for me, it's all about setting goals. That's why I do so well in Minecraft. Because it's all about me setting personal yeah. goals. <laughs> yeah. And when I'm able to achieve those personal goals, that's, you know, where I get off on, basically. So... Yeah, like upgrading upgrading armor has been a common goal for me. We're like, all right, I'm going to sit down and by the end of tonight, this armor is going to be four stars. To that effect, going back to Eugene's point as well that I did here, that's why I like Monster Hunter as much as I do and why it sits as well with me as it does, is because, again, I can, you know, I can kind of see where Eugene's coming from that that he doesn't necessarily think that he's working towards something all the time but for me again it's all about setting those goals we sat down last night and we're like we're gonna hit Mm. hr5 and we did and that felt good and that's what attracts me to that game as well and that's Mm -hmm. why i like these three games so much is because it gives me so much freedom to pick so many different types of goals and do them at my own pace I guess I get that. Because I, I, I've, and you know, that maybe that's just uh, on me because I've never really liked open world right. type games. This is really the first one that really has dr- drawn me, me in, too. I guess. And I know, I, I know Monster Hunter isn't an open, open world game, so there's not, I don't know what we're, uh, there's not really a comparison there, but yeah, I don't know. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's just and, different strokes for exactly different folks, right. man. It's, it's just, you not, know. You know, it wasn't for you. I didn't think it was for me. I ended up liking it. You know, Justin might not have the time to devote to it, so that's maybe why he's not really playing it that much. It's just different things for different people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I really want him to try Double Cross on the Switch, <laughs> but hey. Oh, you know, I'm I'll, I'm definitely going to get it. That's a podcast it, you know? for a different day. Definitely going to get it. I just Whether we'll have time to play with each other is, uh, well, another podcast yeah. like Lucas said. All it's right, on a Twitch so I'm never, I'm I never think gonna that's it for yeah, Zelda, guys. Time. We almost did... I'm, I'm waiting for Monster Hunter Triple X. <laughs> I, I mean, that's... Oh, that, joke, that joke's never uh. been made before. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're gonna um, take a little break here. Um, Mr. Lucas is our Nintendoons host, so that's exciting. I'm excited oh. to... Uh, claim my victory because our prophet Heather has um, declared me the victor this week so y'all better just y'all might as well just not even play I trust Heather (laughs) but we'll be right back with Nintendoons guys okay listeners goodbye fellow Infendo hosts goodbye have a good night I'm out Follow him. Follow him on Gentis. Oh yeah, one or at Gentis one on Twitter and somebody play Minecraft with me for the love of God Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Infendo Radio. That was my best Eugene impression I could pull off. <laughs> um, this is the part of the show where we do Nintendoons, which has become my favorite thing, even though I'm not very good at it. So the way it works for any of you who might be new is I'm going to play some music from some video games that were on Nintendo systems, hopefully. You have and to these say guys Quay. Are gonna... <laughs> I'm going to Quay up some songs, <laughs> and these guys are going to guess it. And hopefully they get it right and my games aren't too obscure or terrible for them. Are you? Oh, yeah. And like Nintendo fan is saying in the chat, you're more than welcome to guess. I'd prefer that you don't, I don't know, like, we don't look at the chat. How about about, on like uh, the honor system, all of us are going to close the chat during Nintendoons? Yeah, I just reduced my window so I can't see it. Okay, I I, I put put the hangout chat. 
I'll put the ha- I put the hangout window in front of my chat, so I can't see it anymore. Okay, that yeah, works. and I'll keep the chat open because I'm hosting anyway, so I already know what all the music is, and I'll let you guys know if you're right in the chat. I would, hope, I would hope. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna jump right in with track number one. I'm apologize in advance if these are really random and eclectic, because I kind of just chose these all on like a fever high. So <laughs> yeah, let's Eugene get started. Win. Please tell me you picked some songs from your uh, NBA Playgrounds playlist. <laughs> I did not. I tried to keep it professional. <laughs> and away we go. I know this. Star Fox. Nope. Uh, is this Battle for the Cafefe? Nope. What? Actually, yeah, Battle for Cafefe. Good job. <laughs> Star Fox Zero? Star Fox Assault? Nope. Mm. Killing me here. Killing me. This sounds like maybe Advanced Wars? It is not. I, I don't... I, I'm gonna need another right. tracker I think, hint, I think. Alright, yeah. I guess we're gonna go with another track. I feel like you're gonna get it as soon as I play a second track, but we'll see. Good. So give us a hint, Ted. Um, okay, it's a GameCube game? Star Fox Assault? But it's not a... Nope. Alright, let's go to another... Is this, a robo? is this Battalion Wars? Nope. Hmm. Okay, we're going to track two, guys. Sonic Adventure. F-Zero GX. Oh, yeah, Mike Park got that. Sonic with the, the Battle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's when you're fucking, that's when it was Eggman, and you're, like, you're trying to, uh, find out how to that stop was like the, the, the arc. You are, you're, that was, like, the cutscene music every time somebody had a plan. Ugh. You're, you're officially off-show Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed I try to play Sonic music every time? Yeah, but, I, you know what, I have noticed now. <laughs> Alright, so yes, Mike takes away an early point on that one. Nintendo fan also got it, like, right when you did, Mike, but he has, like, a text delay, so I think technically he got it first. Ooh. Well, All right, well I, I guess my cola and I are Nintendo, Nintendo fan are head-to-head now. <laughs> but none of that matters, because according to Heather, Eugene's gonna win anyway. So here we go. Let's go to track number two. Alright, All right, guys. Off to a good start. Can you turn it up like a hair? Yeah. I can. Is that any better? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to play. Is it a 64 game? No. I'll tell you right now, it's a DS game. Interesting. Spider Man 2. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) God. Is it another Sonic game? It is not another Sonic game. That, full disclosure, that was my only Sonic game. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, Nintendo's Armored Battle Edition. You got it! No. <laughs> Alright, we're going to track number two. Um, I will let you know that this is a very obscure DS oh, game. Oh, God. But I played it as a kid. Heather's keeping track in the chat. That's good for me. Feel the magic XXXY. 
I wish, but no. Like one one week, someone's gonna play that. It, it definitely sounds like one of those touch generation games. Is it? Can you you have to give us a hint or something? I I got nothing. I can give you the publisher. I'm afraid that might give it away though. Give us the genre. Can, or something. Yeah, I was say genre. It's um, it's kind of an RPG. Hmm. Kind of. The world ends with you. Nope. Ooh, that was a good game. That game was a lot better than this. I don't know. I've never played it. I just know it's an RPG. <laughs> My DS games are very limited here. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go to the next track, and I'll tell you the publisher. It is Atlas. Atlas had no, so many I'm DS out. games. Uh. Is it uh um? What's that fucking game? Like What's a, that fucking game with the blue and white motherfucker who flies around and shifts the weird ass ears and everything? <laughs> what is that fucking game? <laughs> Excuse me. I uh, it, they had all they did all the Shin Megami Tensei games. Did, is it one of those? It's not Shin Megami Tensei. Did they do like the Etrian so, Odyssey game or whatever the fuck that's called? Persona. Nope. I don't know if they did Etrian Odyssey, but that was a cool game. People are guessing in the comments, too, and, like, nothing is correct. <laughs> I feel really bad. Um, uh, are we got calling one more this track. one? So yeah. it's, not, it's it. not Persona or Shin Megami Tensei or Etrian Odyssey. No. It's not what that What the hell mainstream. are the games do they do? Uh... What game has Lucas played that he's told me about? <laughs> I don't even think I've ever mentioned this game. It was such a letdown as far as games go. <laughs> well, it's a letdown as far as Nintendo's goes. Is it? I'm having fun watching you guys. Play. I I have no idea. All right, do what? we all Is it... give up? What? Can you give me like a one? Something... I gave up when yeah, you said that. I guess I give up. I what is it? What does it rhyme with? <laughs> Um, okay, well, we're, we're done then. Um, it rhymes with Schmontag. It's Contact! I played that fucking game! God damn it! It is Contact! I was gonna get- Ah, son of a bitch! Okay. I'm you gotta pissed. learn to go with your gut, Eugene. This game I, was like if I, go, obscure... if I go with my gut, I'm in the bathroom for the rest of the podcast. This game was like an obscure <laughs> RPG made by Atlas that was supposed to be like the next Earthbound in terms of like originality, but it just ended up being so awkward and not really fun. It's got like a it's got like a top enjoy. down view or whatever, right? Yeah, this game wasn't it wasn't Atlas didn't make this game. It was actually Grasshopper that made this game. The guys that did uh, Killer Seven. Where it was at least published. It was published by Atlas. by Atlas, but developed by Grasshopper. I remember because um, it was the guys that did like Killer Seven and all that. Uh, those um, No More Heroes and stuff like that. Like that. It's the same. Oh my God! This music must stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same people. Okay. Well, we'll go on to track number three, and also Eugene. Heather says, "Don't let her down." I'm sorry, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Don't guys. Let me down. Track number three. I'm expecting this to be a given. Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh, Animal Crossing. 
Is it Animal Crossing yes. New Leaf or Wild World? Yes. It's the New Leaf? New Leaf. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was easy. I never played New Leaf. I love Animal Crossing. They're so good. Nintendo oh, fan yeah, also great. got that, of, so technically he's still the, working with two. Of all the hours I put into that game, I didn't even recognize the music. Really? Yeah, this is the 7 p.m. theme. Maybe you just never played at 7. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably usually at work. <laughs> Alright, well after that mildly disappointing letdown, we have Eugene and Mike both at a point, and also technically Nintendo fan at like one and a half, because he guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> and I am failing. Miserably. See, this is how I, I feel when you host, Justin. <laughs> we don't play the same game. <laughs> Alright, we're going on to number four. Oh my god, like, super dodgeball and Game Boy Advance. Nope. I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> For a second, I thought you got that. <laughs> For some reason, I think I played this. You probably have. Is this a Super Nintendo game? It's a Game Boy game. Game Boy, oh god. I was gonna say, it's definitely Game Boy. Yeah. Hmm. I got it. I'm guessing this is like end credits music. Um, I'm not gonna tell you that. <laughs> oh, fuck you too. <laughs> Shall we go to track number two? Please. If I don't know the game, I've definitely heard the composer's work before. You most definitely have. Hmm. Um, you're gonna have to give me, like, genre or something. I can't, I can't do that without spoiling. I can't give you publisher, I can't give you genre. Oh, you just have to give us more you music. Alright. Um, so, I so, can give you this. I can say, this is a series of games that have been on a number of different Nintendo systems throughout its lifetime. Oh god. Is this Mario, Mario Tennis? Tennis? It is not Mario Tennis. Is it Mario, Mario Golf? Golf? It is, and you guys both guessed at the same time, so... <laughs> I, could, I heard me first, but I just... <laughs> I, I literally heard you both Eugene, say... No, I, Mario literally, I literally heard you at simultaneously. Like, literally heard yeah. you at the same time. I will okay, fight Justin um, to the death, so... I, I guess freaking Mike and Justin get a point then. Yeah, I, that's it fair. It seems unfair to Eugene, but... <laughs> you are letting Heather down, dude. That's okay. <laughs> I, my girlfriend's... In real life, his name is Heather, and I, I do that frequently. I knew I heard this music recently, but I couldn't place it. Oh, the fans now are this saying, I remember it. This is like this the, this is the one clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. The, the fans are saying give you guys each half a point. I, I don't know if we want to go into that nonsense, but it, it's possible. <laughs> I mean, let's not do. It. Let's keep it a point, a whole point now. But if it comes down to like really close to the draw, can we get half a point? I don't know, because like. No, we gotta make the. We gotta. You can't you change your rules later on. We gotta be definitive right now. You doing point or half? All right. Point. Well, Heather's already decided, guys. She says Mike two, Eugene one, Justin one. So that's what we're going. For. All right. Alright, moving on I to track number I think you should all be tied, five. but, you know, that's just my opinion. Oh, fuck. Um... 
shit, is this Super Monkey Ball? It is not Super Monkey Ball. I picked hard games in Monkey Balls. Will you turn it down a smidge? Sure. Yeah. Any better? Little, no. little lower. Oh, Why does it keep speeding up right there? Probably this guy. Mario Golf Advance? <laughs> no, but it sounds like Mario Golf. Is it on the Game Boy uh, Advance? It is on the Super Nintendo. Hmm. Kirby's Dream Course. Nope. Damn, man. Drawing a blank. I'm gonna need another song, I think. Right, let's go to another track, huh? In the ballpark here, you're closer than the other guesses. Damn, what guess is closer than the other guesses? I didn't hear it. Mario Kart, I think. Uh, he said Super Mario Kart. I've had to deny people in the chat like 80 times with these guesses. <laughs> God, I got I nothing. Keep... Kirby Superstar. Nope. All right, let's go I, another I, track. I, I would assume if it's a Kirby, Kirby. closer than Super Mario. Right. I, I don't I'm know. It just sounds guys, like Kirby. I'm, I'm gonna give you guys a hint that um, is probably gonna give it away. This was a game that required a additional thing. Yoshi Safari. Yoshi Safari. God it damn it, son of a <laughs> that, bitch. That was me. That was me. Yeah, I heard Mike first that time by like a half. Yeah, a you were a fraction of a second before me. I'll give you that. The minute he said this needs, I'm like, oh god. Yeah. yeah. All right. Which puts Mike at like three freaking points. For once, points. I tried not to interrupt and got burned for it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like Jeopardy. If you buzz in before he's done reading the question, he doesn't count. <laughs> well, Alex. For those of you in the chat who have never even heard of it, it's like this like weird little shooter game with the Nintendo People have heard of this game. Yeah, it, it's actually a really fun game. I emulated it once, so I got to play with a mouse. How does it I've, never, how does I've never played a Super Nintendo and I know this fucking game. How does the Super Scope work with a mouse? Well, you just click and it like oh, detects I guess, yeah. Pointing. I guess that works. Like, it's, it's super easy, it's super cheating. Yeah. Fun, <laughs> I liked it. Alright, let's go on to... By the way, if anybody on. has a Super Scope that doesn't work, that they'd be willing to give me as a decoration, you know, contact me somewhere. <laughs> All right. I have one that does work, but you can't have it. I'm sorry. We're going on to track six, Next. guys. Can you hear okay? Yeah, I think so. Are you sure this isn't Sonic? <laughs> yeah, not Sonic. I almost said Perfect Dark Zero, then remembered that sex box. All right. I'm gonna go right off the bat here and say it's a GameCube game. Mm. Yeah, that's a fucking game. <laughs> uh, not oh, I really want to troll you guys with the next song. Please do. 
Alright, ready? <laughs> this might give it away if you've played it. Oh god. Anybody? No. <laughs> it's a licensed game. What I know, I can, I'm trying to remember the tune. I, I can't the tune in the Belden. Is it Batman? It is not. Batman? I, he said license, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Italian opera in that Batman genre. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're going to track three, guys. Jesus, please. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo fan says pizzeria. Uh, I, I don't know. What games came out right. in the 2000s? It's what movies came Next out in the 2000s. Hint. Next hint. Mike had like a Hunter Bond moment with me because he actually mentioned it earlier in the podcast. Oh, God. Well, that's not fair. Jesus. Uh, 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 it's not Star Fox. It's, uh, 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 mm. Threw me for a loop. It's What'd not Custom Mike? Robo, then. It's not Custom Robo. What else have I said? <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no clue. Um, okay, it is Someone a... rewind the podcast, what did I say? <laughs> it is a licensed game based off of a movie, if that helps. No! <laughs> uh, okay. Give me another track. And Nintendo fan just got it, so... Wait, I've only got one other track here. What did you talk about, Mike? I don't um, know. Okay, I'm about ready to give it away, but I'm not. I'm not going to give it away. But I'm going to say it is probably considered one of the better licensed movie video games out there. Shrek. <laughs> I was actually almost going to say that. <laughs> I have no idea. Dear God, I'm trying. I'm what just trying. To, I'm just trying to remember what Mike was, was talking about. Relatively, relatively open world. Shadow of the Colossus? No. Oh, is it... a movie. Is it that Simpsons game? Nope. Hmm. Come on, guys. Steve, you were really close with Batman. Steve is not here. What? Who the fuck is Steve? Eugene. (laughs) (laughs) God, you guys are... We all gotta learn each other's voices or watch the chat window. Steve's sitting in his car going, holy crap! (laughs) (laughs) I got a point. You said I was close with Batman? Is it? Oh, Spider-Man 2! Did Mike said Spider-Man 2, right? Oh my yes. god! It's Spider-Man 2. Yes. yes! Beautiful. I played a lot oh, of Spider-Man 2. I never no. heard any of that music. Uh, that's there was amazing. literally a pizza delivery minigame. That game was actually really good. I remember now. That was it a, was good a game. really good now. licensed game. The web slinging in it that was. game. I would do I that for hours. I remember playing this fucking game, the green goblin in the end was a motherfucking bitch. All right, <laughs> my Heather, favorite where thing are to we do. with points? Because fav- I'm doing bad at keeping track here. Isn't it like Mike 3, Eugene 2, Nintendo Fan 2, Justin's off the board? <laughs> I got I one. Where to God, I'm having a fucking hissy yeah. fit right now. Mike and I tied for Mario Golf. Oh, 
that's right, that's right. And almost tied for Yoshi Safari. Heather says Mike 3, Eugene 2, Justin 1, and I know Nintendo fans gotten two of them, so he's tied with Eugene for second place right now. I'm so fucking... Every time I play Nintendo I cyclically guess a game ahead of time. The bullshit guess. My favorite thing and, to do in that game was climb to the very top of the Empire State Building, do a swan dive off of it, and see yes. how close I can get to the ground before yes. I shoot a web out. And then whenever oh, God, someone it scares says, me how close And then whenever are. someone says, Mike, you guess this game already, I'm like, what the fuck? No, I didn't. Like, oh. <laughs> All right, guys. Mike just guys. blurts out games that might not even exist, but he always gets it right, guys, like, five up, rounds uh, early. Perk up your ears, because this next one's probably going to be kind of a giveaway. So get ready to listen, okay? Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, 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 Oh, you were close, son. Uh, I guess Mario Party. Alright, guys. Going on to track number eight. Shovel Knight! Shovel Shovel Knight! I said Shovel Knight. Why did I say Castlevania? Or did we have to get the specific version of Shovel Knight? I just didn't hear anybody else. I heard Mike say Castlevania. I heard Eugene say Shovel Knight. When did you say it? Who said it first? Uh, yeah, I, I, the moment, like, three notes in, I said Shovel Knight. I, 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 I heard Eugene. Time, so. but, but, Eugene, were you the one who said Spectre of Torment? I did say Spectre of Torment, but I, I, I don't know if you said Shovel Knight first. I said Shovel Knight first. You named the specific version, so Lucas, I'm talking to you. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Well, I just downloaded it from the Shovel Knight OST. I didn't actually know the specific version. So, oh, Give it to Steve Justin. had to comment, that's my game. <laughs> um, wow, everybody knows this one. <laughs> Nintendo fan, too. Um, I think we gotta give it to Justin, Eugene. I mean, that's fine. He did that's get it. That's fine by me. So. <laughs> Alright, Justin gets that one. And so does Nintendo fan, apparently. Steve, <laughs> so, I guess. Do we have a prize for the chat? <laughs> um, all of our love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Steve is saying not Spectre. I don't know. They're having a little mini conversation by themselves. We'll okay. go on to the next song. <laughs> Number is he chatting while driving? I'm afraid he might be. Steve, <laughs> put the phone down. He does that a lot. <laughs> it's kind of scary. Oh, I don't want to pick a bad one here. Okay. I guess we'll go with this one. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. Wind Waker. Yeah, it's no. Wind Waker. It's Wind Waker. It's... No. Uh, uh Phantom Hourglass, then. Phantom Hourglass! <laughs> Lucas, come on! Uh, so it's definitely not I Wind Waker. Phantom well, I thought it, I totally fuck, thought it was Wind Waker, too. I was like, oh, Mike got it. But if it's not yeah, Wind that, Waker, it's totally... definitely Phantom Hourglass. Hey, hey it's the best-looking game ever, according to Eugene. That's oh, why I picked God. it. Lucas, you fucking I'm sorry, whore. Eugene. <laughs> Jesus, here we go. <laughs> All right, yes, Lucas. Eugene got that one. Mike gets a pity point because I made him sad. <laughs> Wait, why does the guy who's winning get a pity point? I'm not winning anymore. I'm tied with Eugene, so I need the pity point. 
Well, Heather's <laughs> prediction has to come through. Yeah, Heather says everyone's at three. Yeah, I think including mm-hmm. Nintendo fans. Oh. <laughs> Ladies Which and gentlemen, this I present to you one. the final okay. hold on, game. Hold on, oh, hold on. Heather let says me, Nintendo fans at five. Let me, get, let me get in my spot here. Hold on. Let me get some... Right. Let me, let me get a drink. Guys. I need to get ready. <laughs> Let me get my buzzer in my hand. I think no matter my, what, me, Nintendo fan beat you guys. So. Let me get my wedgie out of my ass here. Hold on. All right. <laughs> okay. Are we all ready? I'm ready. <laughs> yes. I think. All right. Track number 10, the tiebreaker for those of us who can speak. <laughs> Street Fighter 2. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh dude. That was a good one. God. That was good. Lucas, fuck you, man. We're we're uh, we're having a talk tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are not sharing the bed tonight. <laughs> sorry, Eugene. Not sorry, Mike. <laughs> All right. Well, it's about Justin, time I beat you. Thrown the um the the guest <sighs> master Heather and yeah. Justin stole fate, apparently. It's okay, <laughs> Justin. You know, you know, no, I'm not, sur- I'm not surprised you picked Street Fighter because you're fucking playing that damn game on a Switch right now. You're like, oh, I'm good at Street Fighter now. I should have put that together. Uh, it's okay, Justin. I, I, as long as uh, as Mike didn't add another victory to his trophy case of Nintendo, Nintendo's trophies. Street Fighter 2 was like one of the first games I had for my Super Nintendo, so I played a lot of it. What version of Street Fighter 2 is it, though? Whatever, whatever Gilbertson has. I'm gonna say it's Turbo. I have no idea. I just typed Street Fighter 2 SNES OST into YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Because there are very subtle differences between the soundtracks of all three versions. I'm gonna uh, say this is terrible. Lucas, will you uh, tell Justin that he won so we can get out of this depressing Nintendo's? <laughs> uh, yeah, Justin, congratulations! You won Nintendo's. It was beautiful. Now I'm thinking the super. Show. Um, <laughs> Nintendo fan says Turbo. So. Yeah. Okay. You win. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're Anybody gonna... else think that the announcer from Super sounded like Big Bird? I mean, I kind of do now. <laughs> you, you, you just go to the character. You go to the, the character like, character select screen. All of a sudden, just like through uh, the people in your neighborhood. Um, Eugene, Heather would like to know when are we doing the drawing for the contest we announced last week. Um, the drawing will be happening on Monday when when this okay. show goes live. Oh, that's the produce, the produce show goes live. Okay. Oh yeah, I can go back into the chat now. So, but we are going to take a break All here, right. guys, and uh, we're going to end in ten tunes and talk about the news for the week. So we'll be right back. I said cafe, fe. Eh? 
All right, well then, we're back. Um, Justin Winston, 10 tunes, Eugene cries. Uh, Progressingly. Mike sleeps on the couch. Actually, who sleeps on the couch in this relationship here? Lucas. (laughs) Everyone. Yeah, everybody's. I need, I, I need, I need the bed tonight. I need to wake up early tomorrow and do blood uh, work. So. All right, so you and you and the little uh, dog is are going to be sleeping it off, and we're going to be talking about news. Um, first up on the docket is Pokeland Alpha was announced for Android only in Japan though I think um, and I don't have an Android so I don't know if you guys have even tried to like download an APK or something for it um, well you, you can't because it's not called Pokeland Alpha it's really the alpha version of the game well yeah and I know that alpha, they're doing, I definitely, they're doing I know alpha that. testing I, but that's what I'm saying I don't have an, the alpha version uh, launched on Android and I don't have an Android so I was wondering if you guys happened to download that I could be downloading no. it while we're talking and maybe get back to you. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, the alpha was uh, limited to a certain amount of people, and they closed it out, so you probably wouldn't be able to get it. Yeah, that's probably true. At this point, it's okay. probably closed off. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna try it again in a little, like in a couple weeks or something. They said, but you know, I, I wonder the, the if the limit has been filled. So, have you guys seen videos of this thing kind of running? It kind of looks kind of interesting. It's literally all it is is Pokemon Rumble. It's put on a smartphone, and I'm not interested anymore. Cause oh, I never played I Pokemon Rumble. Was that the on uh, 3DS or DS or something like that? It started 3D. on the Wii, then it went on to the 3DS and the Wii U and the 3DS again, and they are all fucking the same. <laughs> it says, do, "Do you want more Pokemon or less Pokemon?" They're all the same, no matter what. And fewer. If you, if you want to. If you really want to know about Pokemon Rumble, check out my review on Nintendo Fever. Nintendo Fever. Basically, all it is is random bullshit, random happenings, and nothing in that game is within your control. Pretty much, it's very frustrating. Hmm. <laughs> so, so basically, you're not going to be downloading this game. It sounds like. <laughs> mm, no. Fair enough. Oh, are, are either of you guys interested in it, uh, Justin or Lucas? Nope. Yeah. I mean. It's free, so maybe give it a try, but I, I probably won't get that into it. I've never been able to play Pokemon Rumble, really. I never so wanted to Pokemon play. So Pokemon Rumble uh, World on 3DS. That was free, and I, and I was spending 30, $30 in it to try to cut back on the randomness of it, and all I did was get fucking free shit. <laughs> yeah, so obviously Mike's a little <laughs> salty about it, but... <laughs> yeah. What else is new? Well, all right. Well, I guess that's pretty much it for Pokeland. I mean, it's it's interesting that it's coming out. It's cool. I, I really wish... We got our tag in anyway. Yeah, I, I wish Nintendo would take the same um, approach that the Pokemon company has to bringing uh, their IP to, um, to, like, smartphones because, you know... Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I was just going to say, but that being said, like... At least when Nintendo releases like a smartphone app, I have fun with it for a few hours. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, Pokemon Duel and Pokemon Go were fun, but Magikarp Jump and Pokeland just kind of seem. Pointless. I'm playing Magikarp Jump right now. Fight me! <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> that that game reminds me of this game. I downloaded game. It and haven't even booted it up yet. It, it reminds me of this game um, Neku Atsume I have on my phone. Have you guys heard of that one? Never. No. That's the one. It, well, you actually. We have a what? It, it's called a Neku Atsume. It's a cat game, actually. You literally just um, d- there's cats that show up um, on your phone, but what, but you actually don't do anything during the game. So you like just put food out. You turn the app off, and then when you come back, there's cute little cats on, in your house, and then you can take pictures of them and stuff. That's kind of what Magic Carp Jump reminds me of. Like you turn the phone off, and stuff happens. Mm-hmm. 
Jeez, I thought I was the crazy cat lady, but I don't have an app on my phone where cats come to you. <laughs> Wait, guys, guys, stuff happens in Magikarp Jump when you're not playing? No. Oh, I, I, oh. I've never, I haven't. It evolves. I, I haven't even played it. I, I, I figured that that's how, that's how it worked. How does it work, Mike? I guess you, you, you. Uh, it's does just it like work? a tap game. Like you just keep tapping on food make him grow oh, and that's food, it. food appears <laughs> at, at random intervals you try to get a, every every magic you get um can get stronger and stronger hmm. so you like um you just do uh jump and you, you, you do battles where you have to jump higher than the other magic and there's different designs and there's a uh, other guest pokemon or something like there's some interactivity to it um it's actually kind of like it's like deep and dark and sad at some points because like I've had my Magikarp get uh, kidnapped and eaten by Pidgeotto before. Oh gosh! <laughs> and, then, and then I and I even show Lucas that like um I was like training my Magikarp and I got out like um like a random event popped up like oh hey you're walking home and you came across a giant berry tree do you want a berry you can jump for it I'm like oh sure I'll jump for it and then the game's like be careful do you know what they say about jumping too close to the sun I'm like I want the fucking berry and I jump and also, I jump in slow motion all of a sudden. All of a sudden, it's like, Pajuda swaps, swaps up, grabs a Magikarp, and flies away. And all of a sudden, Magikarp it shows you. Magikarp is. Hold on. Oh, gosh. Well, oh, let me just say, while he's hacking up along, I had the same event, but I actually got the berry when I jumped for it. So. Oh, I got, it, I got it twice, but like, other five times I've gotten eaten. And like, all of a sudden, it, it cuts your trainer's face, and it's just like, Magikarp, no! And then, like, Magikarp, like, gets eaten, and then you go back to your professor, and he's like, yeah, Magikarp's done for. You, you, uh, you push him too hard. He's dead. Wow. And then it comes... Does he, does it actually die, or is it, does it just faint? Oh, no, they're dead. They're gone. You don't get it again. Oh, wow. I've, oh. Um, that is dark for a Pokemon See, I just game. figured this then, was, like, uh, a, like, a Magikarp Tamagotchi type thing. This is seeming... This is way different than what I, I just pictured it in it my head. Just, and then I, I come, just thought it was also, one of those I've pointless little a, toys where the Magikarp just jumps and that's all it does. <laughs> I've also had a Magikarp die from being exploded on by a Voltorb, which is terrifying. <laughs> well, see, my biggest gripe with it is just that there's no real interactivity. Like, you can tap food to feed him, but then there's, like, training events, and you literally just watch a cutscene. And, like, the, the jumping tournament is literally just watching a cutscene. So, like, yeah, there's, right. there's nothing to do. It's just you sit there just, and you I look at like a screen. The I like the aspect of like different design and different color magic that's See, all. See, and that's the part I do like. It's just it, it's boring for me. There's not enough to do. Hmm. All right, well, that's Pokemon, guys. Um, well, Pokemon company is going to keep to bringing talk, Pokemon yeah. games to talk out. On Pokemon, I, I feel like we um, talked about that way longer than we needed to, since nobody actually seems to care about the game. With Pokeland, um, you know, if you do care about it, because we can't really neglect it after we talked about it, um, you know. Requires an internet connection. Um, it uses your Nintendo account, so your Me can pop up, which is the same thing that's happened in the last couple uh, Rumble games. Uh, Fifty-two stages right now in the Alpha. One hundred thirty-four types of Pokemon. Uh, Fifteen floors of a tower, and yeah, it sounds pretty basically typical Pokemon Rumble. So if you played them all one before, you played this one. So it's up to you. Do you want another, another free one on your phone, or do you want it to be good with what you have? I mean, it's up to you guys, but I wouldn't play this again. Hmm. Interesting. Well, if it if it ever comes to iOS, I, um, and I don't have to like do something like get into like a Japanese store or something like that, I I mean, I'll probably give it a download and never open It'll it. It'll come out eventually on everything everywhere, but right now, you gotta be <coughs> sneaky with it.
Okay, well then that's it for Pokemon. Um, let's move on, guys, to... Well, let's save this story for last. I feel like that's going to kind of be our big story, the next <laughs> one on the list. So let's talk about the Test Punch. Um, so oh, Split... Uh, split that's two. not what I was thinking we were talking about. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So ARMS had its uh, global test punch over the weekend, and I think um, we all got a chance to try it out at least one of the um, events. Is that right? Well, besides Justin, Justin. of course. Yeah, I was going to say, not all. (laughs) All of us Switch owners. All all of us Switch owning elite, anyways. Yeah, I played it. It was fun. I I enjoyed the volleyball game, which apparently Eugene said he was bad at, so I know what I'm going to do. I don't think Steve got a chance to play, but, you know, he's not here either, so. Steve Steve might be dead. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, he died, so he doesn't count. I figured out volleyball. Once I figured out, like, the mechanics of it, it actually was pretty fun, but, like, the first, like, two to three. Holy shit! I just got a gold Magikarp. All right. (laughs) The, the, yeah, no. Anywho. That's that's like arms in general. I feel. It has like. the There's... pitch pipe. Right. What? So, I don't know. Something just sounded like a pitch pipe. <laughs> but you, like, anyway. like you were saying, Lucas. Yeah, that that kind of was just arms in general. You know, like uh, they they kind of throw you in with a little tutorial, but it's not much, and then they just throw you to the wolves. You know, and I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing, but I mean, it kind of it kind of kept me playing the whole hour because I was still trying to figure out all the different modes. You know. Yeah, yeah it, it was a lot of fun. I really liked you it. Can, you can play it without, without motion controls, and I wanted to try to try that, but I couldn't figure out how to do it in the time frame. But um, uh, grabs seems to be really predominant right now. Uh, I don't know. It, it was cool. I liked it. I mean, it's definitely like a hype game, but I just wasn't good at it yet. I I, I need yeah, more time no, with there's it. A steep volleyball, curve. Was, volleyball was fun. I really enjoyed that. I did like a three way fight and. I couldn't really get good at it because fucking half the time the camera wouldn't focus on all of the enemies and I couldn't really see who I was trying to attack and I ended up, ended up getting like mollywopped by two minions <laughs> while I was being oh, a big uh, giant mummy. A little tip for that, by the way, when you start the next test fire, if you press, I think it's like the A button on the right pad, it'll change who you're looking at when you're in a fight. I, oh, I, I struggled with that you. a little bit too. Yeah, it's one of those buttons. I started tapping it, and I would move like back and forth. That's actually like if I could talk about that. That was one of the coolest things for me because I got into a three-way battle, <laughs> and like I set it up so I'd attack one that's guy, the only th- and, like he'd get. That's pissed, the only three-way you're getting this week, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but I would set it up so like I would attack one guy, and then he'd get pissed at me, and he'd start going after me. But then the other person would go after him, and then while she was going after him, I'd go after her. And like, there's this whole like strategic thing when you're in a three-person yeah, I, fight. I, I, I kind of like I think that. is really cool. I, and so I and to Mike, I can kind of speak to um, the the non-motion control controls because I I picked that up for the last couple of matches before the um, test fire was about to end. And I gotta say, I actually don't like it as much as um, the motion controls. You kind of can't. Now, do you need do you need a pro controller for that, or can I use my Joy Cons for that? Do you think, or do you know? Um, or? I I you I use the pro controller, but I I don't. I imagine that in the final retail product, you can probably use two Joy Cons and a grip. But I I didn't try it that way. I use the pro controller, so I I can't speak to that mm. right now. But um. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't like it as much because you kind of can't do as much um, with the pro controller as you can do with motion controls. And the the reason I say that is because like you can actually curve each individual punch 
um, with the with when you're doing motion controls, you know, like so then you can throw one punch, curve it left, one, throw one punch and curve it right, and there's like gameplay. Um, you know like that that can be used to your advantage in the game in the game with the when you're using the pro controller when you're cur to do the curves you use one of the sticks it just curves both of the punches at the same time so like you if you throw two individual punches and you want one to curve left one to curve right you can't they're both going to curve right you know so i i found that to be huh. i didn't like that aspect of it maybe in the final retail game there's an option where you can change that but other than that, I definitely, I, I definitely felt myself um, drawn more to the motion controls than the, um, like the pro controller method. What can, what character did you guys use more most out of anyone? Um, I ended up. I, I, I used the mummy fucker the entire time. I, so. I used that ninja one, and I used Min Min, and then I started using that pickle dude because he looked funny. <laughs> oh, the DNA I used, guy. Yeah. I used um, Min Min, and I used the little the third arm option. It was like two little like spinning disc kind of thingies, right? So, um, so kind of on the news on this. So they they um, talked about the the stats for the test punch, and apparently Min Min <coughs> and Ninja, what's that one's name? Ninja, whatever the nin Ninjara were the two most popular fighters, and but they weren't the two most winningest fighters so they haven't told us who those ones were but uh yeah I, I don't know i i don't know what that says about the game because those were the two that i ended up playing the most with so <laughs> i don't know i i don't think i won all that money matches either so <laughs> but yeah oh can yeah, i I'm say um if we're done talking about arms real quick i must just wanted to hop in um oh. i was reading i was reading online that they um some people have found out a way to play the like uh, the, tra the, tu the tutorial battle, even when the servers are down, if you want to, like, um, fuck with your internet settings, you can, like, make it so the game will try to connect to the server and will then f put you into, like, the demo battle for, like, two and a half minutes until it says, oh, can't find a, a connection. Then you just try again. You, you can keep doing the same battle over and over again with different characters and try to get used to fighting the computer. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I, I, I was telling Mike, I'm afraid that they're going to, like, end up, like, bricking my Switch for that somehow. Like, they're going to find it out. I think Nintendo fan has tried it, because he's saying it's true, unless that was about the Min Min thing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm just excited <clears throat> for when we actually get to get the game and play the game and test, you know, how it goes. Because, like, right now we got to play a little bit, and I think we all kind of rushed to play with a bunch of different settings. Yeah. I kind of want to get good with, like, one character, you know? And I sure. want that character to be Twin Tell. But still, you know. Well, cool. I, I think that's pretty much it on the arms uh, stuff. I kind of just wanted to sneak that in there so we can talk about our um, play experience. Um, let's move on to the, not the final one, but probably the most exciting one for some of us on the show. Monster Hunter Double Cross was announced. What am I? Wait, what? Uh, Mike was giving me Woo. a drum roll. A drum roll. Oh. <laughs> totally. it, was, it, was, it was either a drum roll or some kind of furious... Um, other things that I'm not going to say on, what? on my yes. bear. And three-fifths of the Infendo radio group rejoiced at the news that Monster Hunter Double Cross will be coming to the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> this this isn't the last news. Well, that's what I said. It's he not didn't the say last it was the last news. news. But the most exciting okay. for some. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I was so happy for this because, like, fucking, like, I woke up from a nap that day, and also my dentist is like, "Oh my god, it's happening!" And I'm like, "Nah, I went online, like, there's like shit going on," and I'm like, "Oh what?" <laughs> and yeah, then Steve, um, go ahead. No, finish up. Well, you, okay, fine, I will. And fucking like. <laughs> I was reading up on it, and I'm like, well, why are there no video or no nothing? And like, um, then like the next day, they had like a like a Monster Hunter Championship over in Japan, and um, during that, they showed off all the trailers and stuff, and like the like like the commercials and everything for it. And oh my god, it looks it looks so good, and it's gonna be on the Switch, and I'm gonna be able to fucking get that and transfer my generation data to Double Cross and I, fucking I'm, get the. I have to say that, that good, good job go. uh, predicting that, by the way, because that was like spot on fr- from the your prediction on the bingo card. I, after listening to it the other day. Yeah, well, thank you. I uh, I know. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, I'm just so fucking... And the Switch looks so cool. I want to fucking get that damn dock they got. And the only problem now is I'm trying to debate if I want to get it on download or physical copy because I love having box art from Monster Hunter because the box art is always so sexy. And, like, the game cards probably look so dope. And my dick is like 10 feet long right now. And Needless to say, we're all very <laughs> excited for Monster Hunter on the Switch. No, Steve wrote us and I was like, oh, Steve's wrong. He's just having a <laughs> young hunter moment where he thinks something better than what it is is happening. But, um... And then, no, yeah, and then, and then Lucas falls asleep, and like I wake up earlier than him, and I'm just like I text him. I like um that that night we we're all out of whack from like sleep deprivation. I wake up earlier than him for go to school, and I'm like, oh my god, it's real Monster Hunter Raw! And like Lucas wakes up, he's like, oh my god, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, why do you turn into Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> and yeah. Lucas turns into Princess Peach, <laughs> Barnacle Boy? <laughs> Bar- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mike, uh, Nintendo fan decided you should go with a physical copy, so I think that's been decided for you. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, so, good. yeah, so what else is there to say about this besides that it, like, sold out, like, immediately? Mmm. Mike's eating a cookie, cookie, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be exciting, it always is. And now we don't have to get the 3DS version, which feels kind of like a bad decision, but, you know. Well, no, like I mean, too. I mean, there there has not been a release date for the American version of either form, the Switch, or the 3DS, and the Switch version comes out in August on Japan, and the 3DS <laughs> version's already out, but I have a funny feeling that the way things are gonna go, um, they're gonna uh, internationally release both games at the same time, probably, which means hmm. you might get a delay in the 3DS version. Um, which is gonna fucking suck a little bit, but if they do it that way, at least that way it'll be way easier to have, like, a save transfer from, like, Switch to 3DS, because, like, you know, we'll already have one file on one versus vice versa and stuff, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just super fucking excited right now, and, like, the Switch, and, like, Nintendo stock went up and everything from all this, and, like, <laughs> yeah, everyone's that, so excited, and, like, like the Switch on... Monster Hunter on Switch makes so much fucking sense. Like, I was playing my Switch today, waiting for my friends to show up to play mini golf. I'm fucking sitting there playing Mario Kart. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I'm gonna be fucking playing Monster Hunter and shit while I'm out here one day with, like, HD graphics and shit. <laughs> and, like, you know, with my little Joy-Cons. And I'm not gonna give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> I, there needs to be, like, a doctor's warning on, on these trailers. Like, if you have a boner for longer than five days, go consult a doctor. Because I think you're almost to that point, Mike. I pulled the fuck out of dentist, by the way. I wanted him to be on the on the show, but like, um, 
Like, they put the, the commercial they put out in Japan, like the TV commercial, on the Switch eShop if you go to the Japanese version. And I watched it, and I paused it like, at a point where they showed the actual gameplay on the screen, like all 400 oh, and stuff. Yeah, I saw took that. A photo of my, <laughs> took a photo of my Switch with the, with the video. I, a dentist, I'm like, dentist, look what I got. He's like, what? No way, how? And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, I finally had to break it to him, because I'm like, bro, you can't be this gullible. <laughs> I, I but it know. was so cool, though. It was pretty funny. He, you had him going for a while, too, because he's because he was uh, asking me about how you got a review copy, an advanced copy. I was like, oh, I don't know. You're going to have to ask Mike. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, uh, I need to stop. I need, I need some, and a cold shower and a beer. I need to just stop. <laughs> okay, so besides the fact that it's super exciting, um, the is this Double Cross, or Double Cross, is this, uh, yeah, that's what they're calling it. Is this Double Cross version? It's already out in Japan on 3DS, right? Yeah. Oh, and when did that come out on 3DS in Japan? Uh, in the last two months or so. Oh, okay, so it's fairly March, recent. I I, I think that's a. Yeah, it's not. It's not like dated at all. I think that's really cool that they're tra- that they're able to do the 3ds to switch transfer. I hope that that becomes a thing like that. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, how the fuck are they gonna do that? And I thought about, oh, there's probably some really crazy ass way. I mean, the Wii hooked up to like the 3ds and stuff for the DS mm-hmm. for like my Pokemon Ranch and everything else. So I'm sure they can make the switch and the 3ds work. Sure. And like, and I'm hoping like Nintendo sees this and like, okay, well, if Capcom's doing it. We're gonna finally do it, and like you know, have some kind of Pokemon and like um, compatibility, so we can have like Pokemon Stadium Switch with like you know, Four Swords uh, Adventure, or that too, yes. like, or have Pokemon Stadium, <laughs> have Pokemon Stadium One and Two on a goddamn virtual console that we're never gonna get, and then have Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on our 3DS, and so we can just transfer over like a transfer pack and have our Pokemon. That'd be great. Uh, just go over and then, uh, <laughs> I would have some Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> Nintendo, please. Mike, all right, Mike, take a break. Go change your pants. <laughs> oh, God. It's getting very hot in here right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get out of Monster Hunter, guys. Um, Justin, actually, why don't you take this next... Yes, it's getting sticky in here. <laughs> God. Oh, Justin... real, real quick, um, so we can entertain the crowd. Um, Nintendo fan asked about Sonic Mania release day. Um, Eugene, do you know when Sonic Media comes out? Because you're going to get that. <laughs> no fucking idea. I don't even know what Sonic Mania is. Sonic Mania is the other game that's not Sonic Forces that actually looks kind of good. It's a 2D old school Sonic. Comes out uh, July or August, I think August. Because those have always been great. Twenty bucks comes out with uh, <laughs> Knuckles, Tails, and Sonic, and it's old school. And I'm not gonna get it. I but remember it looks when cool. like I remember when like Sonic Four was what every all Sonic fans were talking talking about this. Sonic Four is the one. That's the one that's gonna bring it back to the old school 3D or 2D Sonic games. It's gonna be great. And then Sonic yeah. Four and comes out, it, and then. They did it in it, an episode. They did it in an episodic fa- episodic fashion, and like right. I never. Yeah, that was stupid. <coughs> they, and that was gonna... when everybody was doing episodic games. But how do right? you make a platformer yeah, episodic? Sure. Right? Did, did they ever even release episode two? I don't remember. Uh, not yes, on but never, I don't think I ever released a three. <laughs> like, was there was there supposed to be a three? Like, no, it, I don't it ended know. I think it was supposed two, to be six. No, it ended wow. at two. But they never released it on Nintendo. No, it was just two games. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, anyway, okay. that was but a. Nobody, yeah, let's, but nobody bought either of them, so it didn't matter. There's your Sonic Minute, Nintendo fan. Um, yeah, Justin, why don't you talk about our last news article? Um, why doesn't Mike 
talk about it because he was actually the one who shared it. I didn't get a chance to read it. I only <laughs> read the I think we asked you I only because read the it's Apple-related, and you're, like, the only Apple person here. Well, the only <laughs> thing that's Apple-related about it is, well, ba- all right, basically, um, <laughs> Nintendo and Apple... Well, Nintendo and Apple are basically in, like, a bidding war over uh, parts for manufacturing... The, I guess the Switch uses the same type of processes or something like that as certain Apple products, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Nintendo flash, is trying to memory chips and the, dispro- and the displays and some motors and stuff. Right, and so uh, Nintendo wants to ramp up production of the Switch to meet demand, but Apple is kind of putting a stranglehold on it because they've got more money than Jesus. So. <laughs> So, which shouldn't be too hard. That was kind of a bad simile. But anyway. Oh <laughs> I wanted to make a joke, but I'm like, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know. Too much of a compay-pay for More that. More money than God is what I meant to say. But anyway, regardless. Um, yeah, so did I pretty much uh, get the facts right on that one, Mike? Yeah, basically, th- um, Nintendo um, is trying to say, hey, you know, we want to make more Switches, but, you know... <laughs> company we get stuff like apple like apple and a bunch of other companies like other big like mobile companies and stuff they have way more money they can get more drop they can buy more in bulk they can get a better offer they can you know give more money they can ask they can pay more money to the factories and say hey do our stuff first right yeah and And i think it was a i think it was important to discuss this because you know nintendo is notorious for product shortages yeah and and I think this kind of shed some light on the fact that despite how big Nintendo is to, you know, us gamers, Nintendo's not a really big company overall. They pretty much just make video games and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and, and they have they money don't re- the, they have money. They have like fifty billion dollars or however many billions of dollars. But that's they have. nothing yeah. compared to but Apple. Apple has yeah. like yeah, Apple yeah. Apple has like Twenty five a small country. Twenty five billion billion dollars and the soul of fucking Bill Gates or some other random person person that they kidnapped. You know? <laughs> they have control over everything. <laughs> yeah. So it, it yeah, like you said, Justin, I, I love this story for two reasons. That because of all the people that ha- are always bitching and complaining about Nintendo do this, Nintendo do that. Well, you know, like the reality of the situation is that there are business relationships that you have to tend to, and like sometimes it's just not a possibility. We talked a few months ago about Nintendo discontinuing the NES Classic, and we bitched then. But like the reality of the situation is they probably just didn't have the 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 factory space. They didn't have the contracts with Foxcom or whoever else, and like they just couldn't make it happen. So that's just how it works, you know. Yeah. And the thing and, is, and, uh, Andy, Andy just made a good point too, kind of relating to that. He said components mm-hmm. is an issue, but I suspect production line space is a major issue, and it might only get worse in the run up mm-hmm. to a new iPhone. Right, right. That might be the only disadvantage Nintendo had in releasing in March instead of you know November when you know all that stuff is already out. But I mean, on the plus side, hopefully because we've got this kind of long tail from release date to holiday season, they'll have plenty of time to fix those problems before it becomes, you know, the hot Christmas item. Right. Yeah. Um, The other thing I was going to say is... You go ahead, because I lost it. (laughs) No, I I was going to diverge. I'm I'm on Twitter right now trying to find some uh, 
related <laughs> stuff about Jeez. this. Um, all right, give me a second. Uh, well, I'll, I can just jump in here and say that uh, <clears throat> that yeah, like we talk about like how especially during the lead up into the to the switch how like it was so hard to find one and it's still so hard to find one but like at least we know that Nintendo's out there now um that whoever put this this information out there like they 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 hear the fans that saying that they want more switches but like they oh, just can't yeah. can't produce them you know fast enough I had a while I was at I, I, while I was out mini golfing, I had a friend of a friend who's like, "Oh yeah, there people were always saying the switch is sold out everywhere." I walked into this one Walmart on uh, high on Route 248, <laughs> and I got a while I never had a bunch of I got one. I'm like, "Yeah, but no one knows there's a fucking Walmart there. It's not Nintendo. It's the fact that that highway is full of shit." <laughs> but like, 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 and also you, you probably got it during a restock because they've been restocking lately for Mario Kart and stuff like that. So don't give me that shit. Like, oh, Nintendo's got stock out there. Like they fucking don't. Sure. I, and I the, the other the, the other element the other element to this is i finally remember what i was going to say um you know and, and a lot of people might say well you know they can just go to a different factory go to somebody else and have them make it the problem is um these chinese factories that make these electronics actually have all the control over everyone because you know like apple goes to you know foxcom or you know whatever hey we've got our newest iphone we want you to manufacture it now this factory knows how to manufacture the latest iPhone, yeah. and China doesn't have any laws about that stuff. So if Apple says, hey, you aren't making it fast enough, or you're accommodating Nintendo instead of us, we're going to take it someplace else, then Foxcom just you know, starts manufacturing their own iPhones or you know, sells their secrets to a competitor, sure. and you know, Apple's you know, out of the business. So you know, Nintendo can't really go to another factory and say, hey, we need more Switches, because Foxconn will say, well, then we're gonna, you know, make a knockoff. Right. And sell it over here. Right. I, I just like to kind of put a tail at the end of this and say that it might not be a bad idea in the future for Nintendo to just be a little bit more open, like, in the press when they're talking about this stuff. Absolutely. Like, I, I think now we kind of, we see how it goes, and we see how hard it is to manufacture... Instead of everybody saying, you know, why are there no more Switches? Nintendo isn't making enough Switches. If, you know, they just come out and say, look, we want to get them out there as fast as we can, but there's a lot of issues with production, that that would sate it for me, at least. You know, that would make me think that yeah. it's not just them playing games. It's, you know... Because I, yeah. I, I always did suspect that there was a little bit of a marketing ploy in, you know, pulling back supply and there to might, increase There demand. might still be. I mean, it's not the yeah. same, you know, in a bit. There I think another complex I think it's, now. I think especially in the North American region, you know, the United States and all that, is uh, I think Reggie is very cautious about overstocking things because, you know, they've had, they've been burned by products before mm -hmm. and it's a huge area with a huge, you know, hugely diverse demographic and I think, I don't know how much of this is Nintendo corporate that makes these decisions and how much of it is Nintendo of America, Reggie fils saying, hey, look, let's get as many as we need to fill the pre-orders and a couple of extras and we'll see how it goes. Right. Because, you know, look at what happened with it. They're always short on products immediately following a product failure. So you had the Wii U, 
you know, you had the GameCube, which didn't sell very well, so they were cautious with the Wii, and the Wii sold out completely. So they said, all right, we're back in the game, let's manufacture a bunch of Wii U's, that was a failure, now they're out with a Switch, they're probably playing it close to the chest. Right. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with you there. I, I don't know. It's uh, it, I'm with you too, Lucas. I really want Nintendo to be more open. Like, it, it would go a long way. Maybe it doesn't make the most sense to, like, you know, reveal that they're going to be releasing a new handheld, like, two years in advance. Like, the that, that might not work for them business-wise no, or otherwise. But, like, this kind of information like, like would go Switch. a long way. Yeah, this information would go a long way, you know, like tell us why it's hard yeah. to find a Switch. Like, oh, well, okay, well, we're battling with Apple and this is what's happening. Like, that would definitely go a long way in the eyes of the fans. I, I think it that might I, be bad. It might be bad for them to name names, though, because then you get into PR battles. Sure. Well, and yeah. if there's and then you're giving Apple a bad name. So Apple has no reason to play nice. But I, I definitely think that unlike a lot of other niches in the market, video game video game companies and video game fans have like a little bit more of a connection and i noticed that video game fans get a lot more betrayed they mm-hmm. they feel more betrayed when their company <laughs> does something that they feel is going against them so you've already kind of got this tighter community between the fan base and the company. I feel like it wouldn't be a bad idea to just not not say, oh, it's because Apple is da 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 but just say, you know, we're working on it, but here's the issue. We, we can't get enough of these chips right now, and we're working on it, but we'll get it to you as soon as we can. Just something to, you know, let people know that, you know, hey, we, we care. We want you guys to buy our stuff. Right. <laughs> And they, and I think I feel like they used to be a little bit more transparent than they are today. Um, I would agree, but I mean, uh, when you said chip on short, no, you know, it's not like that's more like yeah. a evolutionary standpoint. Right. Well, the thing is, this is the, this is the age of leaks. Like as far as everything goes, like E three is all just here's what's going to happen at E three because we know otherwise it'll all just get leaked. It's like every major news article that comes out about video game related stuff comes out in a leak. And that's like, you know, so there's almost no point for like press releases or conversations with fans and stuff. It's all going to get leaked on the internet anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. Um, I think that brings us to the end of our uh, Nintendo Apple discussion here. Unless you guys wanted to jump any, uh, throw anything in here last minute. Um, not that related. I think we're pretty much done with the news, but uh, I just found out that uh, Capcom is having their summer eShop sale, so guess which games are half off? <laughs> oh, God. Bomber yes, Man I saw that. Monster Hunter 3 <laughs> is Unfortunately, uh, Monster Hunter unfortunately 3 is the one Street Fighter game I want is not on sale, so... Monster Hunter 3 is 80% Capcom. off, Monster Hunter 4 is 60% off, and Generations is 50 so... And so is Phoenix Wright, but I don't care about Phoenix Wright. Nintendo fan in the <laughs> chat is happy, but it sounds like yeah. he probably has already played Monster Hunter, so he's... Uh... Right. <laughs> oh, uh, Niantic also put up... The people Ni- most excited already have the games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ni- Ni- Niantic also made an announcement about Pokemon Go, so I just want to talk this out there so we can get our fucking uh, uh, clicks and shit. <laughs> um, this summer, they're saying in an interview, this summer we'll, they will have PvP, uh, uh, finally, Legendary Battles, and... More team value choice, more cho- value to their team choice. So Pokemon Go is getting better, maybe. <laughs> I, I I guess. Stay tuned. Yeah. Well, I I really don't care, but hey, we need to get that advertisement. <laughs> right. 
Uh, all right, guys. Well, um, that brings us to the end of the show. Um, but before we do, I, I just wanted to thank everybody that has joined us in the chat, all of uh, the people that are listening in the, to the Produce show on Monday, all the people who have reviewed us. And speaking of reviews, uh, we had two new reviews pop up, and I kind of wanted to shout them out Um here so let's get the good review out of the way and the bad review afterwards because well it's not a bad review but like you are know. you pull are you pulling a review criticism. out of a newspaper or something no uh from <laughs> itunes so um koozie two <laughs> well no what's all the crinkling oh that, that, was, that yeah, was probably cookies away oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh okay <laughs> so <laughs> koozie two says uh why now does I mike eat so many cookies <laughs> no he says um <laughs> hosts are a perfect combination of structured and off the rails in a good way You'll never find yeah, a genuine group of guys that. who genuinely enjoy quality gaming. Highly recommend the live show on YouTube. You'll practically be part of the show in the chat. Lots of laughs. So let's get to Eric Tough Sevens. He still gives us four stars, which is good, but he has some criticisms for us, and I completely agree with all of his. So mm-hmm. um, the first one he says is, uh, just wanted to write a review with a little bit of constructive criticism. First off, I want to say I enjoy this podcast. It's definitely entertaining and informative. I enjoy the discussions every episode. I do have a few comp- Complaints, however, the people on the show often talk over each other, and this can be <laughs> annoying. They interrupt each other so often that it's honestly annoying. I feel like this. this, this. I understand this happens in. Yes. Pop- wait. Uh, ooh, wait. Somebody needs to edit that better. <laughs> I understand this happens in podcasts, but there are times when one person is a good three or four seconds into their sentence, and somebody else will interrupt to tell a joke or make a point about something else. And this will happen several times before the original person gets around to finishing their original point. From a listener's point of view, it's very obnoxious and distracting. And it happens way too often. Another complaint is just from a technical perspective, and this is the one that I've already tried to work on here, Eric. Um, There are times when one person's volume will either be way too loud or way too quiet compared to the rest of the people, and it'll happen randomly throughout the show. Perhaps try to work on that in the editing process. With that aside, I'd like to say that I do enjoy the podcast for what it is. Just make sure to give some constructive criticism for you guys to make the show even better. Thanks. So, with that said, we have talked about this privately, Eric. We are definitely going to try and, um, you know, stop talking over each other. That's something that we have um, tried to work on. But keep telling us that we're doing a shitty job when we are because we need I, that, you know. I feel like Eugene just did this whole segment so he can be so he could like publicly uh, scold us without actually scolding us himself because he's like oh you're being annoying you need to stop you're interrupting me (laughs) i think it's important i think eugene actually wrote this review (laughs) i I think it's important for people to know that we do have things that we're trying to work on here we are all relatively guys i mean we just got steve a few episodes ago well and we we take we take the criticism constructively. You know, we're mm-hmm. trying to work on the things that you guys might want to hear better from us, and you know, yeah, it, perfect the formula. So if you could call it perfection. Kind of in our <laughs> defense, also, it's kind. Of, it, it is hard over, um, you know, the internet when there's uh, lag. But we we're gonna do better. We're gonna try to let each other finish each other's thoughts before we try and all jump in at the same time um but uh yeah it it, you know it's it's hard with five people but we do appreciate that um constructive criticism eric thank you very very much so 
With that said, guys, um, please, please, please join us every Wednesday and subscribe to us on YouTube because it's a lot of fun. Um, we love to have you guys in the chat. It's uh, it's it really is great. You do become a part of the show, and we want you to do oh. that. So you know, Heather's the official scorekeeper now. So review, there's that. If you guys leave a review, please t recommend a new brand of cookie cookies for me to try during the show, so that I may. Uh, <laughs> so maybe after I doing all this stuff, we can. Get a, a cookie deal or something where all your free cookies and money and shit from a cookie company. Because <laughs> right now I'm doing some gluten-free shit. Right. So if y'all can give me some new cookies like Chips Ahoy or like Ugh. some other off-brand and mail them to me. Um, just don't put any drugs in them, please, because I'm already high enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah, that's that, that's it. That's it. But yeah, yeah. It, we, we when you when you write your review, guys. Um, if you guys write your review, we would appreciate it if you took the time to do that. It really does help us out. Um, after we got these last couple of reviews, I saw our numbers jump up um, significantly by a couple of a hundred downloads. So you guys help <laughs> us um, to make the show better, and we oh, and we'll try not to <laughs> we'll try not to make Fido angry. So yeah, that, that is it, guys. We're gonna close oh, the show. Oh, someone needs for, a sniper. By the way, because, um, show off here. he doesn't like the, he doesn't like these bad reviews, man. He's very upset that you're condemning us. Um, <laughs> by the way, um, if you ever follow me on Twitter, that's my dog um, in my picture. But um, if you do leave a review and you're like Andy here, who's been in the chat, and you're not in the North American region. Leave us a review and like you have us on Twitter oh, yes. and like screen cap it and tweet it to us. Cause that way we you know we'll see it because we're talking about it in our private area. Um, iTunes is region locked. We can't see that shit right away. We have to like dig for it so we don't always know you're reviewing us. So please, you know, uh, let us know by uh, social media or something if you're not in America and you let, and you tell us how you feel mm -hmm. so we can accommodate you. Yeah, tell us if yeah. you if you love us or hate us. We we'll take that to, take that to heart. You know, like we'll uh, try and make es everything especially better. Especially since I'm sure we have a lot of listeners in the UK because of the previous cast of the show. Oh yeah, yeah. true, true, true. <laughs> so all right, guys. Well, uh, let's close it off here then. Um, where can we find everybody online? I'll tell you where you can find me. You can find me on Twitter um, at Infendo. You can find me at Infendo Eugene for my personal Twitter account. Um, and on that, you can find the pinned tweet for my Switch friend code. And I'd love to play some games with you there. Um, where can we find you and your dog on yeah, Twitter, Mike? Yeah, let me do that. We're having a, we're having a thunderstorm. It's probably good going. i got to go to bed. So you can find me on Twitter at Mike underscore the... <laughs> I said we're having what? a bad thunderstorm. My internet's going to go out. My dog's barking. And i got to go to bed. So I want to throw this all out there real quick. Oh, okay. Twitter, Mike the Poet, underscore between all the words. You can find me on uh, Meverse, Mike is a Poet third, all spelled out. Um, I'm not on there anymore because I don't use it as often, but I'll still be there. Follow me on Mitomo. If you follow me on Twitter, uh, my Switch friend code is on my Twitter. Um, please add me. Um, I'm really getting more friends and it's dope. Um, if you play Pokemon Shuffle on your phone, uh, please tweet me so I can add you, so I can get more hearts. Um, you can find my dog on my avatar on my Twitter because I am a dog on my Twitter. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's that's it. Cool. Nice. Where can we find you on the internet, Mr. Justin? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin. Um, I am on Meverse as Master... No. I'm on Meverse and, and Wii U as Fear the Claw, underscores in between each word. And I'm on 
well, I'm not on Mitomo as Master Claw. I don't think I've logged in all month, but if you want to follow the stuff that I used to say, there you go. That's where you'll find me. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, well, give that dog a cookie scared. or something. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> well, poor dog. Well, where can we find you at Lucas? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Mike underscore DA underscore Parrot. It's an inside joke. Um, <laughs> you can find me on YouTube as Pokemon Trainer Verdant. Who's Stay inside tuned, whom? Maybe someday. And I wanted to use my you can find me moment to also say happy birthday to my friend Emily, who sometimes listens and I hope is listening now, but if she's not oh. a player, the the taped version. But thank you for listening, Emily, and happy <laughs> birthday. And I'm sorry I wasn't there. My teeth are <laughs> monsters. Okay. If you don't understand <laughs> you don't well, have from that sounds really fucking weird. <laughs> Ooh, Nintendo fan says happy birthday as well, Emily. <laughs> so, you're you're very loved from the Nintendo community. Sure. Alright guys, so what do you say we get out of here for the night and call it a yeah, show? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, if you don't hear from me anytime soon, I'm, I'm probably going to not... I'm not going to be on next week's episode because I have a final on next Thursday, but I will definitely be listening and yelling at you guys in the comments, so... <laughs> probably winning Nintendo's from there, too. But, uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> this has been great. Glad to be back. I'm glad Steve left so I can take his spot again. Hope he didn't die. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Y'all have a good night, and we will see you guys next Bye-bye. week. Bye-bye. Is- Bye. If I don't die, Bye. Time, so. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Justin. I forgot to do that this Cafe-fe. week. Cafe-fe. Cafe-fe. <laughs>